It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Stop! We just won an Oscar. We just won an Oscar. I just won an Oscar. We just won an Oscar together. I'm going to go 100% Oscars on you this morning, but you know how every single wow. year it at least has a memory? There's one memory you take away from each Oscars year. Last year was the slap. That's all anybody's going to talk about. Right. This year, they, it is Jamie Lee Curtis. Because everybody feels good for her. It was great. You know what? She'd never won before. What was it? What she started? She was her first mo- Halloween. Halloween. Those, she was 19. Those, those were her first movies. Yeah. And to think that. The only one who wasn't happy she won, at least if you go according to facial expressions, <laughs> was Angela Bassett, who was she, also up for the same award. She looks very mean. I'm Ooh, sorry. She did not look happy. that. And Jamie Lee Curtis, basically when they got them all in the square, she goes, oh, shut up. When they announced her name, because she was so shocked. You don't she think they tell them never... ahead of time? No. no. So that they're not picking their oh, nose no. or something little, when the little, camera goes to them? I can't pronounce his name properly. So Short round. Him. When his speech was great, too. But I'm looking at him going, I know this guy. He was in Goonies. Yeah. He was short round in Indiana Jones yep. and the Temple of Doom. I think that's the one it was. I mean, he had a career as a little kid, then he went kind of went away. And now he's back. He hasn't done much, but what that guy's been in has been epic. Even Encino Man, yes. he was in with, oddly enough, Brendan Fraser. It was a cult classic. And they both won an Academy Award. How do you like that? And then there was a full circle moment that's going viral. I think Diener is even going to put it on the blog if you haven't seen it. It's really cool. Because to help announce Best Picture was Harrison Ford coming out. Well, he was Indiana Jones. Ah! And he got to meet up with... Short sure round. round. Oh, okay. how great is that? That's yeah, cool. That's a really, it's very good. That's so really they're, cool. They're showing the side by side, you know, of him hugging him, and then oh. when they were working together thirty nine years ago. That's how cool amazing. is that? That's that's pretty cool. That's so pretty cool. Things like if the if the Academy Awards Hollywood sticks to stuff like this, you're going to be good. It's going to be okay. It's what all people want. They don't want to think too heavy about it. They don't want to be beat over the head with politics. Give us some feel-good stories. Well, you know what? And, and Jimmy Kimmel's opening was really good. However, toward the end, he got political, and it didn't go over really well. Good point. It you didn't. Know, but he the crowd, the crowd reacted. Like you were talking about facial reactions. Yeah. They, they were kind of like, eh. Oh, and they go, oh, you can hear it in the crowd. And it's like, you know what? You probably got through three quarters of the Oscars without doing a political joke. You do a political joke, and it falls flat on its face. Maybe good. they learned. Will they Maybe learn? Maybe they'll learn. No. 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 They'll be back next year. Probably. <laughs> They'll be back next year. Biggest story since Friday on was something that could be scary. Let's hope it's not. But uh, very interesting. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, gets on TV on Sunday and says, we're not going to bail out this Silicon Valley bank. I'm not going to bail them out. No. The reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again. Yeah. I've been working all weekend with our banking regulators to design appropriate policies to address this situation. Okay, speaking of addressing the situation, Biden's going to speak on this specifically soon this morning. So says CNN. What's he going to say? Well, a lot of people, I would assume, are panicked because they think there's going to be a a sell-off and banks are going to collapse across the country or across the globe. That's the problem. But, which is why, uh, even though there's not a bailout, there's a bailout. What does that mean? This stuff gets really complicated. But even though the deposits are insured up to 250000 and there was a lot of accounts at this bank worth a lot more than that, right? they're still going to be insured. So they're bending the rules for this bank. Okay. Now, 
what did they do? This was the here's the background on it. This was the second biggest bank collapse in American history. So that's bad. That's not good. It's a lot of all. startup money, a lot of tech money into this thing. Right. How did it get to this point? Absolute total screw ups in what they were investing their money in. Um, getting some of this, and some of this information, believe it or not, is coming from Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, really? The uh, guy running for president, president but he yeah. comes from the finance world and he knows because he's very much anti bailout. 89% of their deposits were uninsured. This is way higher than normal banks. Wow. Here's another complicated thing. I guess they didn't hedge interest rates, which is a cardinal sin with the portfolio they have. And they invested a lot of these tech companies' monies into these woke ESG investing accounts. I don't see what happened. stuff, which always underperform. All the woke stuff. All the equity things. All the climate change. Green energy. And they failed. Okay, so explain to me now. That happened. And then just before it collapsed... They gave bonuses and payouts and yeah, buyouts yeah. to like the CEO, the vice president, all these these big executives with this bank. Why are these people not held accountable and face criminal charges? Oh no, because they don't want they don't want the attention on it. That's the other thing, and they know that. They know that in one way or another they get bailed out, so they got away with it. Wow, right? And the CEO sold eleven percent of his stock. CFO sold thirty two percent of his stock. They knew it they was knew coming. it was coming. So they, they knew this out. thing was failing. Wow, they were so con- they were so concerned about their woke policies. They were they were spending into oblivion with their own customers. Okay, so I mean, look at Martha Stewart got in trouble for insider trading on a couple of thousand yeah. bucks worth of stock, and she went to prison. Yeah, these people knew their bank was failing. They 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 bail out the day before, get all these wonderful little golden parachutes yep. because of it, and they don't face any charges. Probably not. That's not right. No, it's not there's, right. The whole thing is a scam. Something wrong with this system. That's terrible. But they, they'll insure, they'll bend the rules and insure all the accounts for this place. Why? Because they don't want to run on the banks. Nobody wants that. Wow. So that, hopefully there won't be at 9 a.m. this morning. We can only hope. Jeez, what a nightmare, though. No, huh? that is kind of scary. The lesson, I guess, I guess we all have to look to see where investment houses and, and banks are sending our money. It would be nice if you know what if because if you look at like our four hundred one k Vanguard has a lot of it. Oh, so no. it's like okay, so look look to see one time what they're putting their money into. That would be nice. You Everything know woke all the time and it's underperforming. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe Vanguard better open its eyes. I, Hopefully, this you know enlightens a lot of people. I was thinking that too. I hope so. I hope that's the lesson. I don't know. We'll see. We're running to Vanguard when we're done. Um, this guy. I think Elon is going to have to address this. This story is so bizarre and it's getting a lot of attention. This Canadian guy says his app unlocked and started somebody else's Tesla. It was parked near him. He starts driving it down. He was down the street before he realized. Okay. Actually, he almost got home. Put it this way. Okay. here, There's so much to this story that's so bizarre. And you brought this up before. You get in the wrong car. If and I've I've almost done it. Like the other day, I was at Walmart. There was a car just like my right. part right next to me. Right, you and I went. In, I but... went to open it. It was locked because I was like, "Why is it not opening?" Right, and then I realized, "Oh, this isn't my car." But <laughs> but I mean, had it been unlocked and I got into this car, I would have known instantly. This isn't my car. The seat's not in the right place. The steering wheel's not in the right place. It has a different feel, yeah, smell, smell, setting. Yeah, I yeah. just I would have known too. But this guy didn't. No, this guy gets all. He actually there was a crack in the windshield. He called his wife to ask her where it came from. So he's about to yell. He's about he was, to blame her. Blame his wife for the crack in the windshield. Here's uh, Rajesh Rondev explaining. Again, this is in Canada. 
I start driving it. I noticed there was a crack on the windshield. And then I called my wife. What happened to the windshield? Next <laughs> message was, you are driving the wrong Tesla car. I think there was two Tesla cars which are parked side by side. And because I was in a hurry, I jumped into somebody's car. I was surprised how I was able to drive somebody else's car. You were surprised? How about the guy whose car was gone? Okay, put it this way. He said he gets a text message. Are Tesla app people connected? I don't know. He said he gets a text message from somebody who says, you're driving my car. Now, in the meantime, he goes, sorry, goes and picks up his <laughs> sorry. kids at school and then brings the car back. <laughs> sorry, but I have to stop at Tim Hortons first. <laughs> so I, he said the two met, they met up right away and he was like, I'm sorry. They called the cops. They let the cops on. The cops were like, there's nothing we can do about it. There really wasn't any law broken. You returned the car. It was a mistake. I think Elon might want to work on this one. Yeah, I think so. Send the A-team on this one to make sure uh, this doesn't happen. Can you imagine if his rockets did this? <laughs> Oops, sorry, wrong we, rocket. We, it turns out we launched the wrong <laughs> rocket. Sorry. Oh, my goodness gracious. Sorry. Uh, more headlines coming up next. Trump's in Iowa today. Ah, convenient. Yeah. Right after DeSantis. That is true. Mm-hmm. More from the Oscars and uh, more from the time change, too. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Can you Jamie Lee. This is the year of Jamie Lee Curtis. That's all I'm going to care about. Good for her. Good for I, her is I right. Was, I feel good. I was so happy she won. You know what it is, though? Because she's been in movies that people have watched. True Lies, True Halloween. Lies. She was so great in yeah. True Lies. She should have won for that one. I think Diener yelled that before. So Should have yeah. had one for Halloween 2. I, I, I never <laughs> saw any of Is she in the latest one? Uh, yeah. The, the redo one. Yes. Yeah. And let's face it, she went from doing Activia commercials to winning an Oscar, so that's okay. Good for her. That's a pretty good And she looks great. <laughs> she does look yeah, good. She looks good. I was like, good for you. Age Granted. naturally and nice. Yeah. It's nice you know to what? see. It's nice to see. Right. And it's nice to see she's been married to the same guy forever. Mm. I, I was I, like, wow, her husband's there. She's been married to him since like the 80s. I mean, he's been around a long time. Another thing that's unheard of in Hollywood. Yeah. Long marriages. So good for her. So with this, uh, President Biden is going to speak, I don't know when, at some point, early afternoon, maybe late morning, about the SVB bank collapse, the Silicon Valley bank uh, collapse, second biggest bank collapse in American history. And no bailout, no bailout, except they're bailing them out. Huh? Okay. Yeah. But they're, they're going not- to insure their, ass- the, their clients' assets, even though they're bending the rules for them. Yes, but it's not a bailout. No. Right? No. Okay. Just as long as you know that. They're supposed to be insured only up to 250000 Per de- deposit, and they're going way over that because they don't want to run on banks, which is that part of it's understandable. So you think that's what the uh, the president is going to address? Is is that's you know, I, you know, this isn't going to happen. Your bank isn't going to collapse. We're fiscally fine. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Usually we get a feel for what he's going to say. It's very predictable now. I don't know what he's going to say about this. Believe it or not, Interesting to see. I don't know. I, it's it's it's. I don't know. I, it's what is he going to say? He has to say something to assure the average American that your money's safe somewhere. That's what it has to you be. Know. And you know what? Maybe he'll do. May, let's give him credit. Maybe he'll do a good job at that. Don't have to worry, folks. Folks, here's the deal. Here's uh, the deal. Your money's safe. Your money's okay. Don't run to the bank. He should probably do it before nine a.m. because that's when the business would be open, right? I mean, you would hope, but that means he'd have to get up. Yeah, well, that's Before true, too. Nine o'clock, Somebody so. wake up, Joe. Please. Uh, Please. Learning more and more about this SVB bank, though, what a nightmare this thing was. 
This is why we say, and you're exactly right, Jen, maybe the lesson should be all of us little guys, little individual investors, don't only pay attention to your money, but where you put your money where it's going from there, the second step. But you know what? When, when okay, say you got a 401k with your work, yeah. okay? It's, you bank on the fact that, you know, you work for a good company, so therefore the company's going to have a good 401k plan, and the people that are investing your money are on the up and up. But I look at ours, I mean, and I looked at mine after all this, and I looked at how much money I had with Vanguard, and I'm thinking maybe I should move that money somewhere else because Vanguard is one of these companies. I'm like, I don't know. And Vanguard's been one of the worst about ESG investing and right. all the woke crap and all the underperforming stocks and all the. But if I wrote to, if I emailed Vanguard, would they tell me where my money was? Well, they have to, right? Really. They'll tell you where your individual things are, and then then you got to research and find out what they're investing as a company, right? Interesting. So, we're finding, so this Jay Ursapa, head of, head of risk management for this bank, really wasn't doing her job. Risk management is her job, okay? Was. Uh, valued pro-diversity agenda over the actual job. As chief revenue officer for SVB, Ursapa organized a variety of LGBTQ plus initiatives in a month-long pride campaign. Oh. That was the priority instead of protecting your money. Isn't that great? Okay. Isn't that comforting? But why are these people not facing any criminal charges? The 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 officers of this bank all cashed out on Friday. They took these wonderful they all sold their stock. They get these wonderful little golden parachutes, and then the bank folds. Why are they not criminally responsible? That's not right. Just say, well, it just didn't work out. <laughs> it's like, come on. How about this? This came out this morning. Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. It was a $1.8 billion loss. Wow. And they didn't have a chief risk officer for almost nine months. You think all of their individual, like, little tech companies and all the people that had money in this bank knew that? No. Shouldn't they have to disclose that? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's we, just... we got to pay closer attention to these investment houses. This... We really do. It's going to take a lot of work. It's tedious. It's really confusing. But we, I think we all have to. Well, it's about time. You know what? But at the same time, the token, you think if you work for a reputable company, the right. company that they're investing your money with, with the 401k plan that you got, that they know what they're doing. You'd hope so. You would hope. I mean, you know, you bank at Bank of America. You think, okay, they know what they're doing. They're mm -hmm. a lot smarter than I am. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about financing, and I'll be the first to tell you. But I'm assuming that the money I put in the bank is safe because it's a reputable institution. It's what we all think, right? They got our best interests in heart because we all want to make money. Maybe right. not, though. Maybe the game has changed and best interests aren't at heart because there is a the, the climate agenda uh. and the woke agenda. That's where, uh. that's where a lot of your money's going. Well, you know what? Maybe they're going to start realizing it doesn't work anymore. I hope. It doesn't work in Hollywood. It doesn't work at the banking system. It doesn't work in the business world. It just doesn't work. Right. Stop it. So we'll uh, let you know when Biden's going to talk about this, too, to try to rest, uh, rest fears, rest assured. Uh, and you know what else is going to be interesting? What is Trump going to say about this thing when he speaks in Iowa today? Oh, you know yeah. what he's going to say? Told you. He's going to say, and he said this wouldn't have happened if he were president. Right. Just that simple. And I don't know how you stop banks from investing money badly. But, I mean, again, unless you hold these people criminally responsible for this collapse, how do you stop it from happening again? And they always count on, even though it's not a technical bailout, in a way they're still getting bailed out because it, all of their clients are being, re they're being reimbursed. 
you know, but so there is no there. You're right. There is no fallout. There is no fallout. But these people should be held that ran this bank should be held responsible. Wow. It's it's horrible. They should be. Not nice. All right, we got rapid fire to Ooh. cover. There's a lot. A lot happened over the weekend. We'll talk about that, including some Oscar stuff, just after the bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's a busy weekend in many ways. We'll go around the horn with Rapid Fire, let you know what you need to know. Jen's got it. I'm going a little bit uh, local because uh, this kind of popped up over the weekend. And I was like, wow. Does everyone remember we used to have the 407 area code? 407. In uh, lovely Palm Beach County. And Who then... still has the tattoos? Come on. Never got to removed. I do, but you can't see it. But oh, anyway. Oh, I can see it. Uh, Palm Beach County has a new area code. If, oh, no. Yeah, if you get a new phone today and you get a new phone number, it'll start with 728. What the heck is that? That's the new area code for Palm Beach County. We I don't like it. out of 561s. Don't like it. There's too many people. How do you oh, run out of five six one? Well, they we ran out of four oh sevens. They knew they were going to run out, so they. Well, is four oh seven Vero Beach North? I think is it is it, Vero North. I think. It, does Vero have four oh seven, or is it north of Vero? Because Orlando's four oh seven. Right, right. Vero might be seven seven two. I'm not sure how that works because I know the, the Pizzle. Up by me and yeah, we're seven seven two. Yeah, too. you have seven seven two in Martin County. You as guys well, just right? got phones. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> we only have cups with strings. Don't push it. Climb on t- top of the telephone pole. But you know what? You look at you look at Miami Dade. Miami Dade has like four area codes now. It's yeah. absurd. It all happened in the late nineties. What they do? They didn't dedicate a dedicated area code to just cell phone numbers. This and would have solved why. all of this madness. It's true. true. Dopes. Anyway, so if you're getting a new phone, it'll be 728. That is unacceptable. So when you see that yeah, show like up it. Yeah. on your phone. What do you mean it's unacceptable? You don't it's have a, a choice. Terrible, <laughs> terrible number combination. I hate that. Okay, what are they yeah. going to give you, 666? I mean, come on. It doesn't have a ring. Oh, God. Uh, you guys, you know what? You complain <laughs> over anything. I'm done with the two of you. <laughs> what, what, at least that's an addition. It's not a change of an area code. Yeah. Yeah, because what so, what would all of those three hundred five oh, tattoos do if they ever took away three hundred five? Oh, no. oh my goodness, can you imagine? Yeah, see that's the thing. But, so if you already have five six one, you're good. Yeah, it's just if you're new, if you're new, so they'll give you seven two eight. But if you have a five six one area code and you see a phone number show up, it says seven two eight. Now you know it's from Palm Beach County. All right. Isn't the Space Coast three two one? I always thought that was a nice. Oh, I don't know. Isn't Is it? a lot of the, not the area code, right. the exchanges? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it 321? It might be. I don't know. That's a brilliant idea, though. I don't know. Who the heck knows? <laughs> I'm sure right. Elon Musk will steal it for his town outside of Austin. <laughs> and on Mars. On That's Mars. right. Yes. So this is happening. It's very complicated. We'll give you the long and short of it. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen came out on the TV talk shows on Sunday and said, No bailout. Nope. Not going to bail out this Silicon Valley bank. Well, they are bending the rules, though. Because yes. they're supposed to be insured, all the all the clients, only up to 250000 right? Right. Per deposit. That's 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 the deal. That's it, right. No, they're going to cover everybody. Okay. So, in a way, there's not a bailout, but it's a bailout. So, it's just kind of like a workaround bailout? Yes, that's exactly what it is. So, is that what the president's going to talk about today? So, if your bank goes over, don't goes under, don't worry, and you have more than $250,000 invested, we'll cover you? Uh, I'm sure his message, whenever he talks, is going to be, please don't run to the bank. They're afraid of a 9 a.m. run of the banks. That's what, what they're is. afraid of, to you try to prevent that. that from happening. But, we can't keep bailing out these irresponsible financial institutions, because this bank was a mess. 
They That's, didn't insure yeah. half of their damn, you know, they didn't, you know, hedge against a lot of their tech stocks that they had here. Right. They also didn't have a chief risk officer for like nine months. They were a mess. Yeah, and everybody that was an officer with this bank uh, cashed out before it went under. Sure did. How can these people not be facing criminal charges? I don't get it. Because they just always count on bailouts. It's, it's got to stop at some point. Stop it. Yeah. Unless it's my bank. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I want to bail out. That's what everybody says, and that's the problem. You need a balance of it. You don't want to run on the banks, but you can't keep giving it's, them this safety this net. Is, it's a wonderful life in real time. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, don't run on the bank. You remember that old lady? Man, please, if I could. Jimmy Stewart's like, please, if I could just hold off running. She's like, no, I want my $10.50. <laughs> I hate that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever they bet else is, oh, I could live with five bucks. Not you know, her. 20 bucks. No, give me yeah, give me <laughs> all of it. That witch. <laughs> oh, by the way, side note, just real, this isn't my story, but you reminded me with the Jimmy Stewart voice. We watched uh, Puss in Boots. We did yesterday. too. Did you? Oh, that's so funny. Wasn't it good? It was really good. Really? It's freaky and good. Jen's going to hate it. She might hate I it. I watched Mindhunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different I watch, world. I watch people talking to serial killers. I thought about it, though, because it was like a Jiminy Cricket character, but Jiminy. he sounded like Jiminy, he sounded like Jimmy Stewart. It was it was weird. <laughs> there were some weird parts of that movie, but it was really good. It was. It was well done. I liked it. It was fun. So my wait, story, wait, wait, wait. Yes. I can ask a question. You have a reason. You got little kids. Why did you watch Push and Push and Boots? Because I am a little kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, been waiting, wait, I've been waiting three weeks for that thing to be free on download. Uh, that's Is right. That okay. So I have a it's mind like free. a child, but I'm still cheap. It's it lived still up free? to the hype. It was okay. Good. Now All this, right. this, I, I was shocked last night. I know we we've talked about it a little bit, but I just think the story is so cool that I want to mention it again because Ki Wei Kwan. And if you don't know who that is, then you would know him if you saw him because he played Short Round in the Indiana Jones movies and the Goonies and, you know, 80s star. Well, he fell out of acting and then kind of, you know, just going his way, doing some behind the scenes things and stuff like that as the years went on. And then he just felt like, you know what, maybe it's kind of passed me by. And then he gets this role in some weird movie called, you know, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And that movie ended up doing pretty well. And he ends up winning the Oscar. And it just became like this huge feel-good story last night because he wins the Oscar. His speech was great. The first thing he said, I have an 84-year-old mom and she's watching at home. And I'm like, you go. It's pretty awesome. That's right. And then to top it all off, right, because that was feel-good in itself. You know, he had his moment. Everybody's clapping for him, cheering for him. He lived out his dream. And then at the very end, his movie wins the Best Picture Award. And Harrison Ford, of all people, is up oh. there to present the award, Indiana Jones himself. And they had this moment on stage where it was just uh. like this full circle moment where it's like, oh my gosh, we're here together. And you, you're, you know, extremely successful uh, su- uh, Successful now. You won this award. So it was just a cool full circle moment. So I have it all on the blog as they're hugging and celebrating 39 together. years later. Incredible. That was 39 years ago. Does anyone so cool. know why Harrison Ford gave out the award for Best Picture? Maybe just so they could have that moment. I don't know. I was thinking that, too. Maybe yeah. they kind of knew, wink, wink, nod, nod, it was going to win. Did they have Maybe. Brendan Fraser come up from Encino Man so the two of them could That's get right. together? Yeah. <laughs> you guys from Encino Man. Isn't Big that night. amazing? Short Round hasn't been in a lot. No. But the things he's been in are epic. Yeah, and you remember, true. he was adorable as a kid. Oh, yeah. So, Goonies. In Goonies, yeah. he was great, really too. Really cool. He said he almost gave up on his dream, and he's glad he didn't. So just a really cool full circle moment to see it, it all come together for him last But his, his acceptance speech was was, yeah. was really, really good. It's I all was crying. Blog. I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> this would make me cry, too. A Code County compliance official in North Carolina made a dis- oh, disturbing discovery in the attic of a home under construction. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, this not is good. never good. It's this no. is either a dead body or a snake when something like this happens. Dean yes. Brown, 
He went into the new house, went into the attic where there were guys apparently working on the other side of a, a wall. And he went around the wall and he saw this and he came back out and he looked at the guys and he said, I would highly suggest you all pick up your equipment Uh-oh. and get out of the attic. Oh boy. <laughs> and they're like, why? And he goes, there's a creature next door. The oh creature, Lord. an eight foot alligator. Oh, in, the, in the attic? In an attic. And How did he get up there? He said he thought it was it was a, a stuffed animal until he started walking at it. The thing turned around. Oh, geez. Started walking at him. He's like, oh my God, it's alive. Well, that's scary. I don't know. They just said it It was probably looking to cool off somewhere and wow. went up in the attic. So if climbing you know, stairs. Here you go. How did he get up there? I don't know. What, did it pull down the string and just walk up? I well, mean, they, the, the stairs may have been down. It might it, unfolded the stairs. Who knows? They're gonna climb up the go. side of the house. But I, we <laughs> fa- we have had alligators in very strange places. That's the worst though. Wow. That's the highest. And in an attic. Next thing, they're gonna be in trees jumping down on you. Yeah, oh, I'm telling you. God, like those Sneak lizards. Attacks. Oh my God. Oh, We're, speaking of which, those black and yellow lizard yeah. thingies—they uh-huh. can't swim. Oh, you found their weakness. I found their weakness. Really? They drown. I saw one that's not not and it's not those those orange and black things they don't they drown like oh, a rock. Good. So you know it's in the bottom of Jen's league. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how Nessie started. Right. You thought I couldn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> uh former President Trump is gonna campaign in Iowa today. They're all Ooh. heading to Iowa. A week after DeSantis went. Look at that. First official stop of many presidential hopefuls. His visit to Davenport be his first to that state since announcing his candidacy last fall. Scheduled to give some remarks on the America First education policy, which I thought was kind of interesting. Wow. Because, as we all know, after COVID and lockdowns and parents paying attention to kids' curriculum these days, school choice, curriculum, Mm -hmm. parents' rights, massive issue heading into this election. And I'm sure he's also going to talk about this bank failure thing. Really interested to hear what he says about that. Should be interesting to see. So true. Mm. Very, so yeah, I just think it's you know interesting the fact that he goes the week after DeSantis. So I was picking up, right? Oh right. boy, exactly. Iowa caucus less than a year away. You guys, you guys have heard that uh, Miley Cyrus song, right? It's really hot right now. It's called Flowers. Yeah, it's about her ex-husband. She's yeah, I like that song. It's, it's like, good. It's, it's good. It's well done. It's pretty good. She got a special too now. Well, oh really? I didn't know. That. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Oh yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. I saw. Oh about my god! Hey, talk about coming full circle. I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh! She's right. got she's got all her wilding out in between right. now, and now she's back to Hannah Montana. <laughs> How do you like that? But yeah, I Montana guess it's the making up. of her new album. Well, we all know that, right? So we all know Miley Cyrus and that song. Well, apparently, <laughs> it had a good run at, at the uh, iTunes charts before it got knocked off its number one spot over the weekend by. The January 6th Prison Choir. The what? This is unbelievable. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. What is happening? (laughs) This is true, I swear to you. The January 6th Prison Choir came out with their single, Justice for All, and an out performed Miley Cyrus' single, Flowers, who which is everywhere on the radio right now. the January 6th Prison Choir? It is a male choir of men who are in jail from the January 6th riots, protests, whatever you want to call it. Oh my gosh. i got to find this the thing. The song yeah. includes the choir of inmates singing the Star Spangled Banner as Trump can be heard reciting the Pledge of Allegiance in portions of a two, it's a two-minute song. And it ends with the choir repeatedly chanting USA. Trump actually recorded his part. This was a coordinated effort. He recorded his part in Mar-a-Lago. It wasn't taken from a speech. He no. went into a studio. He recorded his part. That's right. Wow. At Mar-a-Lago, they recorded him reciting the Pledge of Allegiance 
to put together with the song and produce it all. Wow. And then, I now have a hit single. I'm unbelievable. What, Nobody exactly. said it could be done. Show up as the one on the iTunes show <laughs> with, with the January 6th prison choir. The January 6th prison choir. That's right. We're going to find this, this thing. I have to go on the blog. So apparently, though, the, the prison choir, if you're wondering how they recorded their part, it's like they can just go into a production studio. I was wondering that, by the way. They recorded their parts of the song using a jailhouse phone, according to a report from uh, Variety. How amazing is that? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Plus, wow. it also tells you the interest in or supporting them or whatever it is. Yeah, that's they, right. They beat the Miley Nation. They did. That's which a big a lot. The money from this, by the way, goes, you know, all the money that they make from the song apparently goes to their families. Was, uh... Their bad words in was the song? Q- was QAnon Shaman guy in there? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think he's in a separate location. You, you want? Well, maybe we should listen to it before we play it. Cause maybe. I got it. Yeah. Because I it think might, they just sing the Star Spangled Banner, but be maybe bad we can words. listen to it a little bit just beforehand. I want to know how they get the hiss out of the phone. That's right. From an audio production standpoint, the magic of studio production. That is wild. Amazing, right, isn't it? Number we're gonna one. find that for you. Unbelievable! I'm topping <laughs> iTunes. It's all me. <laughs> wow. All right, we'll have that. We've got uh, some more Oscar stuff and. If you hate the time change, well, it cuts down on crime. Seven crimes that are cut or that are reduced because of more daylight. Really? Yep. Well, I like this. More coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So, not bad. I didn't hate the monologue. It was okay. And it was pretty good until late in the show. It couldn't resist. He made a January 6th reference. Yeah. But Kimmel was okay. Yeah, it didn't. The January 6th reference didn't go over well at all. My favorite line was when he picked on, uh, it was Spielberg and, who was it, Seth Rogen? And he said, there's Joe and Hunter Biden were in the audience. I was like, okay. Which one's which? <laughs> Here's uh, the January 6th comment later on. Editors can turn 40... 40- hours of violent insurrection footage into a respectful sightseeing tour of the Capitol. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. When you just go by facial uh, responses, they're kind of like, oh, you're doing so well. Mm. Well, I think they finally, Hollywood has finally realized that you start going political, people don't listen. You know, you lost every year for the past, what, four or five years? Their ratings have dropped. I right. mean, last year, I think they dropped by like 25%. And this thing will tick up a little bit. Most I think likely. it's going to. I think it's going to tick up tremendously. To be quite honest with you, right. we'll see. Do they do they include people that record it to watch it later? They compile it all. I guess what was streamed, what was seen online. They got to do broadcast ratings, so it takes a couple of. I probably have it tomorrow. I guess. Yeah, if see not later today. Right, so exactly. it should be interesting to see. Or right, here's we found it. Here's what Diener was talking about in his last story in Rapid Fire. The January sixth prison choir is a real thing. <laughs> And you're right. They recorded it on the phone, their part. And Trump recorded, didn't it was, wasn't taken from a speech at Mar-a-Lago, recorded his part wow. doing the Pledge of Allegiance. They combined it together, and this thing has topped the iTunes chart, you're telling me? That's correct. This is number one. Wow. It was number one over the weekend. I don't know if it still is this moment in time, but over the weekend, it knocked off Miley Cyrus. All right, we found it. It starts, like, really dramatically wow. and slowly. Here, here's the beginning. Oh, drama. Here they come. There they are. Wow. Recorded on a prison phone. That's nuts. And it goes on. They're good. 
Really? Yeah, yeah, you know, my first response was for a bunch of dudes in jail standing around a prison payphone calling collect. Yeah, right. They put a good effort in <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they sound good. I mean, you can tell, obviously, it's on the phone, but how else are you supposed to do it? Wow. They sound good together. And then about, I don't know, what would you say, Jen? 25 seconds in, Trump hits his part. It's, yep. Yeah. You can tell, and they pause. Uh-oh. And there's just the, the, the background music, and then, and then you hear the man from Mar-a-Lago. Here we go. Big man's coming. I Here he comes. There he is. To the flag of the United States of America. They <laughs> <laughs> come right back in. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of a lag there, though. Okay, so whose idea was this? Is this the Trump campaign? Because first you got to get all these guys in prison. I'm sure they they willingly said, "Oh, we'll sing." But I, I mean, then you got Trump, who's got to record his part. And then somebody's putting it all together. So who's behind all of this? It's Kanye. It is Kanye. <laughs> no, I don't know. Steve Bannon. So- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Steve I don't- Bannon. Goodness. I don't know. It's a good question. Some DJ. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Maybe- That's pretty wild. Maybe it, was, maybe it was the guys in prison. They thought, you know, this is something we want to do. We wonder if someone could reach out to Trump to see if he would do this with us. I would love to I do it. Know. We're going to top iTunes. Nobody said it could be done. <laughs> yeah. From my hit wild. record. That's I'm also right. going to cover some Judas Priest next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, <sighs> no matter how you feel about it, it's an amazing development. It's crazy. And it's to the yeah. legal fund, right? It goes, yeah, that's right. It's so the, the proceeds of, uh, I guess, you know, what they make off of iTunes or Spotify and everywhere from the song, it's going to the families of the guys who are in prison. Never quite heard anything like that. Right. I, me neither. It's pretty incredible. By the way, in the category of people... Saying you should free this Jacob Chansley guy, the the QAnon shaman guy, put Elon Musk in that list now. He says after what we've seen this weekend, there's no way this guy should be in jail. This is Elon's words. Yeah, they have new video now of him on a on a bullhorn telling people to go home. Oh, but we missed that. Right. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Kevin McCarthy says he is going to make every second. Of the 44, how many thousands? 44,000. Hours of those tapes available eventually to the public. Wow. Every he's inviting, now he's inviting all the other networks to come and look at it. That doesn't matter. People like Jimmy Kimmel will still say that that's edited. Edited, well, of course. Yeah, that's how they spin. But I think if you know, if you, if you, okay, so if you had a doubt, wouldn't you want to go watch it yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. So go watch it when it's available, then you'll get the answer. I agree. We'll get to that uh, crimes that are down because of this daylight saving time deal and uh, more from the Oscars, too, and headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Ah. Jamie Lee. Everything, everywhere. Brendan Fraser. Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere. Nobody cares about the Oscars. Yeah, we don't either, but that's your recap. We watched it, went through this for you, so you know what you're talking about when you get into work. That's all. That's all we're saying. Everyone's all uh, gaga about gaga, taking off her glamorous dress and makeup and hair. Well, and then showing up with jeans and a T-shirt to sing. It was she said she wasn't going to sing. Then she was at the Oscars. So everyone was like, wow, you're there. So that means you're going to sing. And they still said she wasn't going to sing the song, but she did. I kept seeing the line. People were joking, saying, can somebody next year tell Lady Gaga that there's a wardrobe requirement? And I thought that was the dressing down for the singing part. Then I saw the dress she was wearing from the back. 
Wow. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Speaking of outfits, who was the chick with the head thing? It oh. looked like a big wedding dress, and she had all this tulle all over. And I felt so badly for the people behind her because there was this huge blob of tulle in the way. You couldn't see through it. What a jerk. I'm thinking, you know what? You're sitting in front of me. I'm, I'm taking my scissors out and going clunk, 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 cutting off your headpiece. I hope whoever was sitting behind her, like... Put that on Twitter or something. Say, hey, I finally made it to the Oscars. Here's my view. Isn't that horrible? She blocked the, the whole thing. Oh, it's, it was ridiculous. Anyway, that was last night. 20, uh, 2023 Oscars in the books. It's going to be known as the Jamie Lee Curtis Oscars. Last year was the slap. This is Jamie Lee Curtis. This was her yeah, time. She was pretty cool. I think, yeah. I think most people, with the exception of Angela Bassett, were happy she won. There you go. It's all right. You, uh, you think the ratings are going to be up a lot. I think it'll go up, but not, not as much as you think. But we'll see. I, th- I think it will be. It was, it was better. It was better than recent Did years. anyone see this movie that won everything, though, by the way? Did any of us? I haven't seen it. Did everything, every Where, who, all every... the time, at the same place. You know what's funny? They were showing <laughs> it because Lauren starts watching the beginning of this thing. And I said, oh, that, that's the movie. We actually started watching it and fell asleep. It's that bad? It was just really bizarre and weird. Like, the first half hour, I, I had no interest in it. But I didn't know that was the movie they were talking oh, about. Wow, that's I didn't what? even know at the time that's what we were watching. So is it, like, on Netflix or something? Oh, yeah. It's oh, everywhere. Yeah, you okay. can find it. I'll try to watch it then. Oh, no. You're, no, please. No? No, God. <laughs> okay. I do not want to hear No. <laughs> no, wait a minute. It hold is, on. It is way too obtuse for you. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I want Jen to see this. No. I want Jen to sit through this and watch it because I want to hear her reaction <laughs> for watching this. It's supposedly a very confusing and deep movie. Where are these people it. going? <laughs> well, why would I watch it? That's what we need. No, because I won't get through it. That's right. Then you can come in and complain about how terrible it is and oh, why, yeah. it, why it never should have won the award. And it'll turn into, oh, your Oscar winner? That's right. <laughs> so if it was that bad, why did it win all these awards? I don't know. Maybe it's good. I haven't Somebody seen it. Somebody had to like it. Yeah. I can't tell you past the first half hour because I was out. <laughs> and if you didn't watch it, how no. bad is it? <laughs> uh, we're getting more information. So I guess President Biden's going to speak at 9, they're saying, right when the bank runs hopefully don't happen. Uh, to talk about this Silicon Valley bank failure. Second biggest bank failure in American history. Not good. Well, now they're saying that he's going to hold those responsible for full accountability. No, they're not. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you know who he's going to say is responsible? Uh, The previous administration. (laughs) He's going to blame Trump for this bank collapse. That's my betting dollar. They will blame Trump somehow, some way for this nonsense. You know, we've been talking about this Silicon Valley bank. It went under on Friday, but just before it went under... All of the CE, all of the, I guess, officers with the bank, oh. the, they all bailed. They all sold their stock, made millions of dollars, and left. Yep. They knew. And, and, but how come they're, and, and my first question was, they should be held criminally responsible for what happened. All right, let's see if they are. So here's the update on it. Uh, Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, said, we're not going to bail them out. Yet they are kind of bailing them out, just not with with flat-out bailouts, what they're going to do is ensure, bending the rules for this bank, they're going to ensure all of their asset holders, apparently. It's supposed to cap off at 250000 bucks, but right. they're going to ensure pretty much everybody. Oh. So they're, going to be- so they're going to bend the rules for this bank. So there's really no repercussion for doing bad things. No. It's not a bailout. Rewarded. It's an adjustment, they're calling it. Oh, okay. So here's what this bank was up to that led to this. They collapsed after disclosing a $1.8 billion loss. Oh. They didn't have a chief risk officer for almost nine months. How about that? 
That's uh, that's interesting. Okay, again, criminal activity. Apparently, this is what else they were doing, and this is coming from Vivek Ramaswamy, the guy oh. that's uh, he's running for president. Right. He's a finance guy. He says that they had a uh, staggering eighty nine percent of its deposits were uninsured. They didn't hedge interest rate risk. Their real hedge was to spend uh, money to become popular in the right influential circles. They had a ton, ton of money in sustainable and ESG and woke finance. Okay, so this is what happens when you go with the woke people. Yes. You lose money. It's exactly what happens. So isn't it a wake-up call to all of us? Where? Okay, we know where, our, we know where we're sending our money. From there, where does it go? All these 401ks we're all involved with. Well, all the, your individual... What if you're a small business holder, like I am, and you got a certain amount of money in a, even a local bank? Where are they putting it? That's a good question. This climate crap? It ain't working. No, That's it's not sure. working. It's not working at all. So, I mean, you know, you look at our 401k and, you know, I got a lot of money tied up with that Vanguard. Yeah. Not a lot of money, but I mean, the most of it is in Vanguard. Where does Vanguard invest it? Because Vanguard came back as one of those ESG big in- investors. Sure did. And I'm like, okay, that, so does that mean they're all going to fail too? That consistently underperform. So they're not, they're, they don't have your best interests in mind. They're just trying to be politically correct. Well, it's not working, folks. No, it's not so. working. So. Well, maybe this is a wake-up call to all anybody who has any investments anywhere. Ho- you can find out where it is. I think you're right, and I hope I I think I hope you're right. I think it is a wake-up call to all of us. I'm going to go online after we get off the air. I don't Change know. things. All right. Well, speaking of changing things, you uh, robbed me of my hour over the weekend. I didn't rob you. Personally. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so daylight saving time. I, I, no, I don't know anybody who dislikes this, this time period. Oh, it's awful. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> There's more daylight, so it's later. As it turns out, nationally, not just locally here, but nationally, helps out with crime. Really? There are a few crimes that are tend to be less common when the sun sets later in the day because, you know, you shine a light on cockroaches, they run, right? Right. Robberies and muggings. Okay, because they usually take place when it's dark outside. Every video Makes tape sense. you see. Stolen cars. Same thing. Theft of car parts, like this catalytic converter deal. Yeah, but they've been doing that like in the middle of the day. Yeah, they have. They slide right underneath and... Actual thefts from buildings, like going inside. Property damage, like graffiti and, you know, just damage, burning things. Breaking into cars to steal stuff. And shoplifting, all cut down by more light later in the day when people are up. See, so those should be things that Marco Rubio brings before Congress. He should. And say, see, we could stop, we could, you know stave off a little bit of crime right i am i'm fall for it i like it you know but and everybody and the people on the other side who want to go back wh- what did you have before you had a statistic how many people said oh, they this, like changing yeah, the time yeah no this isn't just people who like they prefer one or the other like saving time versus regular time this isn't that debate People who actually like changing the clocks twice a year we found them you know how many who are these 21 percent of the country oh that's such a lie they who, just don't who, like to do anything. Who likes to change the clocks? Sheep. Nobody. Nobody. Sheeple. But the problem in the Congress is Marco Rubio wants it to stay how it is now, daylight saving time. Yes. But there are other entities and other congressmen who want to keep it the way it was. Right. Because people complain about getting up in the dark, and I'm like, I've been doing it for a long, long time. You know? Oh, I know. And what about, you know, they always talk about getting up in the dark. What about people that work like shifts that change? You know, you go That's from the night shift to the. It's horrible. Ugh. You know, or you work overnights. So how do they? How do they feel? You know, uh, it's it's leave it one way or any other, and hopefully they'll pass it this year. Yeah, just pick one. That's always please. Want. 
All right, some more headlines coming up next, some more Hollywood stuff. Uh, Trump's going to be in Iowa. That's pretty wild. Preview of that, what he's going to be talking I bet she talks about the bank thing, too. Oh, I bet she does. And sound from your feel-good story from Friday. The the guy that uh, survived the snowbank, the old guy, by oh. eating candy and croissants. For six days. His family's talking now. We get that more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Did you smell that smoke when you got out of your car? No. This morning. Smoky out there, and I don't know why. I don't know whether there? it's a controlled burn or... It huh. smells like it's from the Everglades, but we're going to... We'll effort that for you. We'll find out why. I always, I always find it fascinating when the Everglades are on fire. Yeah. It's water. I know. Well, it's, it's been dry. Swamp. It hasn't rained since, like, what, January? <laughs> yeah, but you know what the interesting part about I live right near one of those forestry places. Yeah. And they always have a sign, and it says fire hazard, and it says, you know, really high. It's moderate. I'm like, how are you guys saying it's moderate? Maybe we had a wet winter and a dry spring. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like, mm. But it's supposed to rain today, so that's good. Get this gunk out of the air, right? Yes, get rid of the gunk, get rid of the crunchy grass, it'll be nice. All right, among other things, among uh, the news of President Biden speaking within the hour here, actually about 45 minutes away about the the bank crisis at Silicon Valley Bank, you're also going to have President Trump in Iowa today where he'll probably say... Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? (laughs) First Iowa visit since he announced... The second run for president, and he's expected to have a, a America first education policy. Interesting, because you know what they're saying that uh, in, a, in a totally separate study that IQs traditionally go up every 10 years. They they increase by three points yeah. globally. Well, they think since 19, I don't know, 86, 1996, they've been doing just the opposite and falling. Now yeah, they're we're getting dumber. We're getting dumber. But they say it's because of climate change, Bill. <laughs> And uh, the food that we eat uh, has nothing to do with the lack of an educational system or that you locked kids up for, you know, three years and they couldn't go face to face with the teacher or another kid. Wait but, a minute. Yeah. This sounds a lot like when was Kamala in Miami talking about climate migrants and mental. Oh, it's cli- climate, climate health, me- climate health, mental health. Oh, I got to find that. And these kids didn't know how they were going to be activists and go to school and start families because <laughs> it's mental health issues. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, go go talk to a, a single mom who's got three kids who works three jobs and then still goes to school. Shut up. Special people, please. I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about... Climate mental health. I said, tell me what's going on with your peers. Oh, unpack it. <laughs> unpack that, what, that for didn't me. Didn't she say that? Unpack that for me. <laughs> she still didn't unpack it, but they're basically saying they don't have the mental capabilities of handling their activism, going to college, and starting a family. Well. Well, you know what? Then maybe you should get rid of one of them. I'm sorry. You know what? We had uh, grandparents going off to war and starting families and came back and built the suburbs, so shut it. I, I, I don't <laughs> Is get Is that it. too harsh? Yeah. Sorry. Like, like I said, go talk to some single mom of three who's working three jobs and going to school. Yeah, exactly. Hello? She's not having a problem. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Grow up. Oh, we settled that issue. Oh I my think. God, I, I have no patience for wimpy people. I'm sorry. And it's you're right though. It it's, goes along I, with that IQ study. It's growing more and more, and everybody's got an excuse for everything. Well, no. I'm sorry. All right. Know, well, well, this was um, actually something to see. I don't know if it's indicative. I think it's just because the, it was unplanned. It took them by surprise. But this migrant surge, the El, the El Paso um, border crossing that they tried. This first of all, this is what it sounded like. Oh boy. Jeez. 
So it was about a thousand migrants rushing the border to try to get in, but it was stopped basically. Heavily armed Mexican military and U.S. border officials repelled more than a thousand migrants that stormed the El Paso Bridge. Okay, so the a question would be: Did the Mexican military police? Did they do it for fear of their lives, or was that like a concerted effort between both countries to stop it? I don't know. It's tough to tell, but they were definitely involved. Interesting. But they did they did huh. repel it. I mean, uh, good for them. Yeah. I mean, but that's a, you know, it makes me wonder because that's a scary position to put yourself in. Sure. You had a thousand people storming you, and there's how many of you compared to them? And granted, you you know you got weapons and stuff, but that's going to stop them from plowing over you and trampling you to death. That's kind of scary. But the amazing thing is, why are these people doing this? What changed at the border that all of a sudden they think they got to storm it? Uh, planning for ever since Joe Biden ran on where you got an open border. Oh, what was the quote? We're open for business. Yeah, but why would you storm it when you know if you just wait a couple of more days, you're going to get in? Maybe that was their, uh, by the time they got curious. finally organized, I don't know. That's didn't work, though. Wow. No, good. Doesn't mean the next one won't work. Well. He's, uh, you know, he keeps on bringing back all these Trump era things and says, yeah. oh, they were horrible when Trump did it, but they're good now. I'm telling you, here, here's my dollar. I'm going to put it on the table. My bet is he will blame the banking crisis on the previous administration. It's going to come. Yeah, I think you're right. He blames everything on Trump. Of course. It always goes back to it'll Trump. Be, it'll be something that, you know, because they loosened regulations or something and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Not not all these investment companies that they sponsor here, who are that they, they benefit from, that give to the Democrats that are putting your hard-earned money in 401ks and savings accounts into woke ESG investments. Right. It's not that. No. No. It's it's, it's somehow Trump. the previous administration. Well, look, at they blamed him for the train derailment in East Palestine. Oh, it's because of Trump. He, he decreased the security measures. Ridiculous. I'm like, okay, whatever. All right. Remember, uh, I think it was your last rapid-fire story you had on Friday. It was a feel-good story. This, this old guy, 81, survived a week stuck in a snowbank. In uh, California, because they had all that crazy snow out there, and he was eating nothing but candy and croissants. Yeah, and they said what happened was the guy left, and I guess he got stuck in this horrific snowstorm, but his car got buried. Right. And and they couldn't see it because of the snow, and they said the only reason he survived, number one, was he stayed in the car. Here's his grandson talking about it. He didn't think the storm was going to be as bad as it was. As he left about 30 minutes from the house, I believe he slid off the road and got stuck on the side. And that's when the blizzard hit. Finally, you know, I prayed about it hard. And uh, the next day was the most beautiful day we've had in weeks. And they were able to get a helicopter out there and uh, rescue him. About that. That's amazing. And these, he was in the hospital for a couple of days and for observation. And they released him. And he said, I want more croissants. No, I don't know what he said. <laughs> Thank God he had something to nibble on when he was in there. But you know what? I I have no control when I'm hungry. I mean, I'll eat everything in sight. How do you control yourself to say, okay, you can only have a bite because you may be here a week? I don't know. Uh, when it's a survival mode. Yeah, and they really couldn't. So they were so a big part of this story was they obviously had a search out for him, or they were trying to, for a week there was no way to track him whatsoever. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? No, they said he was on. He was in some national park road that oh, no one remote. that no one ever uses. Yeah. They don't even plow it. Oh, put boy. it that way. So the, for them to find him is pretty cool. He was also an engineer, so they said that may have something to do with how come he stayed alive. He was smart enough not to to know what to do. So here's Me, the, I would have died. Here's the life lesson: the next time you're caught in a snowbank in South Florida, <laughs> load up on croissants. <laughs> And don't don't go in the the park. I always have water and a blanket in my car. That's good. 
it, purely because I'm too lazy to take it out, but it's always That's in okay. there. It's okay. It's good things to have. There's always clothes because, you know, I throw them in there and, you know, go to the beach and bring an extra pair of clothes, never wear them, so they stay in the car. So I'd be all set. You sound like you'd be a good homeless person, to be honest with you. You got all the gear. <laughs> you got a water bottle, you blankets. Now I got right. a case of water. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, see, you'd I'd see, be, you'd be fine. <laughs> all right, we got rapid fire coming up again. Minutes away, just past the bottom of the hour. We'll go around the horn with some new stories, some new ones too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. News time. A lot going on today, Jen. You're going to lead it off. This isn't very good. A giant seaweed bloom. So large it can be seen from outer space. It's headed right toward Florida's Gulf Coast. It's coming right at us. It is. They said uh, last week there was a a red tide bloom. Yeah. And uh, all these kids are there for spring break and they're getting sick and their eyes are burning and the fish are dying and it's stinky. Toughen up, kids. But they're saying this bloom is around 5,000 miles wide. Wow. That's twice the width of the United States. (laughs) That's crazy. That's going to wash wow. out. Then what are they? Can they scoop well, it up at that point? No, what they say is the problem is while it gets there, it starts to break up. And then what happens is it causes all kinds of consequences. First, it kills off the coral because it blocks the sunlight. Then it starts killing off fish. Uh, and right. that, of course, turns into it. Then it creates a red tide situation. So they're saying like this year, this rest of the coming year, or like maybe further than December for the West Coast, not boating well with this big blob headed its way. Why can't they go out in the middle of the Gulf, right? You send out these salvage ships or whatever. With big nets. Yeah, just try to grab as much as you can. I know you can't get all of it, obviously, but you can at least mitigate the damage. I always wondered that. Maybe it's just too big and too heavy to put on board something. I don't know. And it's burn it. Yeah. It's too big. It's 5,000 miles wide. Sure. I mean, maybe you get like, you know, 10% of it. At least help a little bit. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it's not worth it. I know. The, 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 put it this way. When the International Space Station can take a picture of right. it, you got a problem. Ew. Yeah, it's like the Great Wall of China. Uh, so it's kind of scary. Well, today is the day, uh, this morning in fact, Joe Biden is going to speak to the nation because of the Silicon Valley Bank failure. Second biggest bank failure in American history. And it's what they're trying to do is calm Americans' fears and prevent a run on banks. That's why he's going to deliver the address at 9 but they're leaking it out. You heard it at the bottom of the hour news already. They're leaking out what's in the speech. Apparently, you know, exactly that. Trying to allay fears and trying yeah. not to cause panic. And I'm telling you, my bets, the dollar is still on the table. I'm telling you right now, somehow, some way, we'll blame, blame the previous administration for this. Yeah, oh, he's going to yeah. say some, yeah, some regulatory thing of was course. changed. And this is why it happened. Of course. Right. Yeah, okay. The of course they will. administration set us up for failure. Uh, this, this is Trumponomics. <laughs> See, not the fact that these financial institutions are investing your money. Money, your 401k, your savings accounts into underperforming, awful, woke, ideological strategies, which are failing time and time again. Besides the fact that it's just the administration at this bank, Silicon Valley, right. was a mess. Right. Well, Bill, those are facts. Oh, we don't deal God. in facts. <laughs> okay. We have to fight the climate crisis with your money. Yes, yeah. that's right. I right. like that. Great. Right. But don't worry about well. it. We're going to bail you out anyway. Sure. So. I am intrigued to see what he's going to say. And uh, I, I don't know, depending on the situation... I can't make any promises. Maybe we carry some of it live. Otherwise, I can just kind of tell you what's going on. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, he holds we'll these it. bank yeah. officers responsible criminally. I mean, if they're responsible for Maybe. the investments of yeah. this bank and they lost all these people's money, they should be held accountable. Sure. Of course they should. You know, they all got a lovely little umbrella as they uh, parachute, as they bank that, you know, cashed out 
on Friday before the bank collapsed. They knew it was coming. Well, it's crazy. Well, we'll see what he says. Obviously, they're going to try to lay fears so people don't mm-hmm. run on banks. But this is. Can you guys help me with this one? Because I'm trying to figure out if if this is what does this mean? Is it math? No. Good. Okay. Then we can help. Is but it logic? Maybe. That's why I'm trying to figure out the logic here. So China is playing peacemaker. <laughs> and I, I don't know what to make of this because on Friday, there's actually a double side of this. Friday, China brokered some type of diplomatic peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Right. Okay. And people were kind of like, okay, what does that mean exactly? It sounds good on paper, but then you start to kind of try to figure out what does that mean on the back end. And now there's reports coming out this morning that she she himself, Xi Jinping, is going to Ukraine to speak with Zelensky. And then he's going to Moscow to speak with Putin next week. He's going to broker a peace deal? I I was thinking the whole time it's in China's (laughs) best interest to have us spending all our money in Ukraine. Right. So I don't know why they would want Pete. Maybe they just see it that so, I don't know. It's very odd, right? Maybe I they mean, see that it's complain. leading to us buying less from China. That's probably Maybe. why. If it, you know, when whenever there's a question, follow the money. How much money is China losing? Or China wants to get in on this grift and sell Ukraine their weapons too. That could be. But would they sell against Russia? I mean, are they supposed to be Russia's buddy? Supposedly, anyway. I mean, I've, now I, I should correct myself. Uh, Xi Jinping is not necessarily going to Ukraine, but he is going to speak with. Zelensky, but he is going to Moscow next week. Still, I mean, that on its own is massive enough. Yes. Wow. I don't know. Interesting. See what this means. You're right, Jen. Imagine if he was the peace broker. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see that coming. I don't know. know. China's just going to buy Ukraine. I just, yeah, well, that, maybe that's it, too. They're going to size him up. It's a satellite office. It's a little fixer-upper, but we can do this. <laughs> oh, Good Lord. I, I just, I can't trust China and, and you know, President Xi there, so I don't know what their angle is here. We're going to find scary. out soon enough. Yeah. I don't know what this lady's angle is either, but I don't like her. Uh-oh. Michigan woman. Let's start oh, there. Oh, again. You found a Michigan woman. Another one. She's been playing the $6 million scratch-off jackpot Uh-oh. here and there. So many lottery winners in Michigan that it was. Isn't up in that the amazing? She well, was... Jen, look, Jen has a site called I Hate Michigan Lottery Winners.com. <laughs> she was cashing in on a $30 winning ticket at the store, and she said, Well, you know what? I'll spend the 50 bucks. Take the 30, put it toward the $50 for the $6 million Smart. jackpot ticket. That's how you do it. Scratch off ticket. When you get a scratch off ticket, what do you do? Scratch it off? You scratch it off, right? Sure. Do you scratch off the barcode first and then check the number? No. I've heard of people doing this. That's because what she did. Did she? Yeah. I don't like this one. There's some codes. If you know how to read the code on a scratch-off ticket, it tells you if you're a winner or a loser just by scratching the barcode. Yeah, but you can scratch off the barcode and stick it in a little machine, and it goes beep, 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 oh, beep. Oh, okay. So that's what she does. Scratches I'd it off. I still want to know. Yeah. She, str- she sticks it under there, and it says, oh, you need to go see and file a claim. Oh, so now she knows she's won it at least... $1,000 at least. She won $6 million. Oh! Wow. <laughs> oh, who are we to doubt her methods? That ain't bad. So I'm going to go buy a $5 scratch off today. Scratch off the number at the bottom. <laughs> put it in the machine. It's going to go, loser. And then throw it right out. <laughs> That's right. There's a reason why they have, in my Publix anyway, the trash basket right under the lottery right checker. There. Isn't it? <laughs> convenient. That's exactly. Right. One right step there. to the other. That's it. Right there. It kind of takes away from the surprise, though, right? I mean, if you're scratching, you want that thrill yeah. of, like, ooh, there's one six million. There's two. Oh, my God. It's a six. Oh, it's, it's an eight. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Six million dollars. The sounds wow. of disappointment. Yeah. Uh.
Anyway, these are the sounds coming out of the Northeast this morning. Listen to them. I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of milk. Oh, no. Means two things. The Nor'easter's coming, and more people are going to be moving to South Florida. Oh, Oh my God. Where are we going to put them? We already need a new area code. You can't keep people from moving here, and this is only going to help. A Nor'easter is barreling down on parts of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, bringing the potential for high winds and heavy snow. Six to ten inches today in some areas, including Orange, Putnam, Patapa, Passaic, northern Fairfield counties in New York State. They're going to get buried. Wow. They say it's going to go to Wednesday. Because mm. I think Rhode Island gets hit by Wednesday. Gonna so. be a big one. Oh, but man. It, do you remember? March snowstorm. You I know, remember so it being this bad this late in the yeah. year? Yeah. I remember there was an April storm once. Yeah. It was like maybe on the, on the 1st. Wow. Gosh. I know. I, I, you I you see the it. snow in April sometimes, but then it's like, man, it's mid-March. St. Patrick's Day is on Friday, and they're getting a nor'easter. All oh. the drunks are going to be slipping on ice. Oh, not good. It, uh, and then ice. this is the kind of snow, too, that falls on the old charred black and dirty oh, no. snow. <laughs> you so don't want that. Layers of crap. <laughs> Sounds Jeez. appealing, doesn't it? Doesn't it? So as a nor'easter, to go back. <laughs> as the Northeast deals with a nor'easter, maybe I don't know how it's going to affect their brackets that they're going to be putting through for the NCAA tournament. Brackets and their tournament watching because it came out last night, guys. The yes. NCAA tournament uh, bracket was announced. It begins technically tomorrow with the play-in games, but the one that you do for your office pool doesn't start until Thursday. So don't worry about those playing games tomorrow and Wednesday. Are we doing it on the show again? Maybe. I was thinking about that this morning. I have to figure that out. There's so many. I know. But yeah, the number one seeds you got to choose between here and Jen. Are you ready? I already got it. Oh. Kansas going all the way. Why is Kansas Ooh. going all the way? Their coach missed the play-ins and the playoffs because he had heart surgery. They had to put a couple of stents in him. They put stents in him the next day. He shows up on the court. I'm like, I want this guy. Yeah. yeah, Alabama got a kid that beat a gun rap. That's right, yeah. Alabama. Did you he can't beat top that, that gun rap? I, it's ongoing, but he's going to play. Number one overall seed, Alabama. Kansas, one of the other number one seeds. You got Houston, and then you got Purdue, who won eh, the Big Ten. Chicken people. <laughs> we'll see how it all shakes out, but they are playing games in Albany. So that's going to be rough with the oh, Nor'easter wow. coming through. Oh, yeah, that's true. They better get that out of the way. Yeah. Wow. Thursday oh, and Friday. stuck there. And well, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be rough, though. Has it ever been delayed? What happens no. if... Well, you, I mean, besides COVID, they didn't play it at all, but... But, I mean, what happened... Okay, so Weather are delay? all the teams, like, are all the teams already there? Like, they, they're in Buffalo or Albany? Not yet. You Normally, for, like, the Thursday game, you would come in on Wednesday and get ready. You know, a lot of teams are going to the locations Wednesday... Thursday, if you have the Friday games. So, what if this nor'easter gets in the way? Do they move the locations? I don't know. What do they do? I Where do they, they wait? They could wait. They could wait it out, I guess. Yeah, That's try curious. to come in last minute, mm. go around the storm. So, Thursday, Friday is the first round. Second round, Saturday, Sunday. Shout out to our own FAU. Woo-hoo! The yeah. Owls. Ooh, made ooh. it in as a nine seed. They're playing Memphis on Friday. In uh, well, was where was run. that? <laughs> is Memphis good? <laughs> Memphis was pretty good. They actually just won. Uh, their conference, they beat Houston. Houston had an injury, but Houston's the number one seed, and Memphis uh-huh. beat them in the their conference final. But FAU <laughs> won the Conference USA Championship over the weekend, so we'll see them. if they can make a run. But since, since 1985, North Carolina ranked number one at the beginning of the season, not in it. Not in the tournament. First not time. at all? Nope. Not at all. Are they in the NIT, which stands for not in the tournament? That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> they declined an invitation. 
Where's Gonzaga? Gonzaga is a number three seed. Okay. Wow. They're they're a sleeper for some people. Wow. There goes productivity this week. <laughs> Done. Get kidding. ready. And then St. Patrick's Day. That's right. This Practice is, this is just Patrick's. a lost week. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, a little preview starting to leak out about Joe Biden's 9 a.m.-ish speech about yeah. the uh, banking failure. That And how about this? This lady reapplied for her own job because she saw it posted online for a higher salary. Her yeah. own job. Yeah, for a lot more, too. Exactly. That's not right. All right. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again. I've been working all weekend with our banking regulators to design appropriate policies to address this situation. Janet Yellen on Sunday. We're not going to bail out this SVB bank, Silicon Valley Bank. Not going to bail them out. And then five hours later, well, we're going to bend the rules (laughs) a little bit. And turns out that they're... Account holders are going to be insured past the $250,000 limit. And don't forget, she worked all weekend. She made it a point sure. to let you know that. There's probably three phone calls. God. I, was, I was like, okay. But, you know, the president's going to speak here in, in just about 10 minutes. Yeah, they leaked out uh, because they want the information out there. They leaked out what it's about. So this is what they're saying. Uh, he's going to, as you know, he's going to try to allay fears. He doesn't want anybody right now running to the bank and taking all your money out, whatever bank you have. Uh, calming fears over the weekend, saying in a statement that the American people, American businesses have confidence that their bank deposits will be there when they need them. It's probably going to be really generic. I'm holding to it, though. He's going to blame Trump somehow. Well, he's probably going to say that it's because of Trump-era policy that they you know, took away the restrictions or whatever the sanctions were against banking. Of course. You know, industries for doing this and that and the other. Just like he blamed Trump for the derailment in East Palestine. Of course. It's his fault. He he deregulated this or he took away that from the, you know, I was like, oh, stop. The Silicon Valley thing, by the way, uh, they made a a joint statement with the Federal Reserve. Deposits beyond the federally insured ceiling of $250,000 will be covered, like we just said. All All depositors will have access to their money starting today. Does he? Okay. Does the president say there will be criminal charges against the officers of this bank that ran it into the ground? No, nothing that specific, because then he has to. He'll just say, they'll be held accountable. Uh, look, and then they go away. Look, folks, here's the deal. I, I think what they did was criminal. It's far worse than what most other people do. They were, you know? a, they were a mess, too. They didn't, oh, my God. They, they, they put a lot of their investments into very shaky ESG and woke and climate funds. There you go. That was one thing. And I bet you a lot of their depositors had no idea. Then they well, also, how, yeah. they didn't have a chief risk officer for... Almost nine months. Just didn't have the position filled. Okay. Again, nice. is this not criminal? I'm just, you know, it's and, and it makes you think, go to your bank today and ask them, you know what, where do you guys invest your money? <laughs> you know, maybe you get to go online. Maybe you get to send an officer uh, of the bank uh, an email. I don't know. But just think, you know, look at our 401ks. You know, we put the money in and it goes to say Vanguard gets X and right. this gets that. Where does Vanguard put the money? That's, we found out they're really big in ESG, so that's exactly where's it. it going? It's exactly it. So we all could, because we all, we stop at thinking where we're going to divide things up. I'll put 50% of this thing, another 20 into that thing. None of us ever think beyond that. Yeah. Okay, then we give it to Vanguard, just picking on them for a second. Where are they putting it then? That's, where are they using your money? It's a loan to them. It's it's absolutely. So it's it's where is it going? So if you ask them, are they going to tell you? Uh, they cool. should be able to, right? They should tell you. 
according to Vivek Ramaswamy, guy that uh, from finance is running for president. Right. He says this Silicon Valley bank spent massive amounts of clients' money to become popular in the right circles, spending $5 billion in 2022 to sustainable finance and carbon-neutral operations to support a healthier planet. That's a quote from their operating guide. Okay, look at that. And look where it got them. Here's our lesson, kids. Get an idea of the ideological uh, platform of where you're putting it. We all have to now because they don't care. But they don't the, care that they're underperforming. Yeah, no, because, well, and apparently these banks don't care either because they're going to be reimbursed. Yeah. It's, and these, it's not a bailout, but it's a bailout. Wow. <laughs> that just amazes me. Isn't it? Just amazes uh, By the way, just on top of that, so Biden's going to speak within minutes. Trump's in Iowa today. You think he talks about this? I bet oh, he absolutely. does. And he's going to say, I told you so. He's gonna, probably going to say it never would have happened under his watch. Right. I, like he usually does. But, I mean, how do you stop a bank from going under? You know, you can't keep an eye on every bank in the country. Mm. You know, this is a pretty big bank, but still, it's, it's, you know, it, hopefully it opens people's eyes to what your bank is investing in. We bail out everybody. How many times we bailed out the airline industry? Right. It's like, come on, so stop. They, and, they, and they count on it. Yeah. All right, then you got this. This lady's going viral, as they say, because she reapplied for her own job. This is kind of creepy, though. She saw it post her job, not a similar job, her job. Posted online for a much higher salary. <laughs> yeah, did you see how much more it was? From thirty-two thousand to ninety thousand more. Twenty-five-year-old woman in New York. The company posted the listing for the same one. She's a tech writer, and wow. he advertised, as we just said, was a lot more. To make it worse, she'd been trying to get a salary bump for months. Tweets it out, goes viral. Company responds by taking the listing down, and then they repost it as a separate job. How do you like that? Yeah, uh, it's time for her to get out. Well, I get a feeling they're going to fire her. What's <laughs> going to happen? But they said that uh, so far she's still working for him. But she also <laughs> happened to promote her book of poetry. Oh well. At the same time, poems. So now that's selling, so she's making money there, and apparently she's got other people offering her jobs for mm. a lot more money. So good for her. Mm. But can you imagine? You know, you you look in the trades, and it says you know morning show host. <laughs> right. Have to put up with two obnoxious people, but hey. We're paying the X amount of dollars, and it's thirty grand more than what you're making. I've seen it happen. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wondering, say, jobless? They don't often put the uh, dollar amount on there right away. You got to ask. No, in New York, you have to be transparent. You have to put the job listing salary on that. Oh, That's really? why that came up, right? Wow. <laughs> How horrible is that? Well, they probably don't like her, and they're tra- obviously they want to replace her. And if they keep on telling her they can't give her a raise, they're they're. Bumping her off. It's time to move on. Yeah. Find, the writing's on the wall for that lady. Yeah, find a new job. Yeah, exactly. Get away from these people. They don't like you. All right, among other things, maybe we can even ask him, because he's a finance guy, he's a stock guy, maybe we can ask oh. uh, Jay Ratliff, our aviation expert, about not only aviation stuff, but uh, the banking deal coming up next. What else are we going to ask him about? Remember we said we got to write this down? And we didn't. And we didn't. All right. <laughs> True to form. <laughs> We collect aviation stories, these crazy plane stories during the week to ask him about it. And they were like, ah, I lost that paper. It was the guy, I think, that the, all the passengers took out. Oh, yeah. But we were trying to, we, there was a question we had about it. Anybody remember what it was? Like how many times you can hit him on the ground when they try to open the door? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay Ratliff, Flight 850. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, so uh, Biden's up there now talking about the major U.S. bank collapses. 
yeah. about SVB, and we'll kind of decipher what he says. Right, a dollar is still on the table. I'm telling you, he's going to blame Trump. It's going to happen. I haven't seen it yet, but we'll uh, we'll decipher that in a little bit here. All right, right now, he's uh, touting how his uh, administration uh, took control yeah. of the bank right away. The assets, so people wouldn't lose, you know, everything they owned. It's not a bailout, Jen. Not a bailout. It's just an adjustment, not a bailout. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, an industry that's had a lot of bailouts. We know this for sure. It's this one. We got to bring in this guy. Maybe he can also tell us about the SVB thing. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850 WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, First of all, Jay, good morning. I hope you had a nice weekend. Always nice to have you. Now, in your other world with Day Trade Fund, daytradefund.com, mm-hmm. did you on Friday, Thursday, Friday, did you take a look at it and you go, SVB, that's something to take a look at mm-hmm. here. What's happening there? Well, yeah, actually, Thursday morning, we saw it moving in pre market. It was down 30% to $190 a share. And huh. I, sent out, I sent out a pre market observation email to my students saying, look, this has the, some of the red flags that you know to look for, back off of it, leave it alone. And Thursday, it dropped down to $106 a share. It was done 60% that day. And the next morning, it dropped down to under $30 a share, another 65% before trading was halted. And uh, basically, uh, everything was seized at that point in time. But it had so many red flags. But to think of a bank collapse in 48 hours, as that one did. And then, of course, with the uh, moves made by the administration to kind of calm fears, uh, well, that's done nothing but. Uh, you probably spotted the Dow futures down 300 and some points. Oh, it's a disaster. We, ha- we have two banks on the West Coast who this morning, their pre-market trading, and again, the opening bell is still 25 minutes away, down more than 70%. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 and you just feel for the people that are invested in this. Uh, you know, Hopefully, you're diversifying. You only have a small amount in any given thing. But we know people don't do that. They put too much sometimes in one thing that they feel really confident about. And when you lose something like this, I mean, it, it pushes your retirement back yeah. a decade, if not more. And you just it just feel for those people. But we, wow. and, and Jen pinpointed this, Jay, and I know the whole issue is complicated, but is there any possible chance this wakes us all up? Because most of us just say, all right, well, I trust Vanguard. I trust this and that. I trust this bank if I have a savings account. And then we let it alone. Then we leave it up to them. we got to make sure that they're investing in the right things as well. Do you think we're going to learn our lesson? Uh, well, I thought after 2008, the banking crisis that hit that fall, and I'll never forget trading during that time in September, October, and November, just how volatile and, and uh, horrific it was uh, as we were kind of going through that. And the thought was, okay, we're going to learn lessons. We're going to make things better. We're going to improve. And unfortunately, some of the things that were put into place have fallen off. Yeah. Some things have been made, made easier, especially on the regional bank side of things, where it's become much easier for them to get uh, upside down in some ways. And and it's really a, a lack of some needed oversight. And unfortunately, these shortcomings are going to be addressed, and there's going to be blame and all the finger pointing from all the politicians that pull a hamstring running from microphone to microphone. <laughs> but remember the people that are affected, the, yeah. the, the shareholders, the people that have these uh, stocks within their retirement portfolio, and, and how they're going to be impacted. I'm sorry, folks, an apology to those men and women who've spent an entire lifetime saving this money is simply not going to be enough. But uh, it's it's going to continue. And obviously, the market was already a little bit on edge, given the fact that, uh, you know, worried about inflation and recession and other types of things. And, and I really think you could see uh, Jerome uh, Chair Powell this week, who was talking about uh, last week on in Washington, uh, uh, the next interest rate hike they're going to announce, I think, on the 22nd. Uh, they were talking about, is it a quarter point? Is it 50 basis points? 
if he comes out and says we're going to not have one this time, we're going to push it off for a month, that to me is the worst decision he could make because that's going to send the, the signal loud and clear that they're worried. And if they don't continue business as usual, it's going to send, I think, the wrong message to Wall Street and things could get even more turbulent than they are already. Okay, just one last question about this before we get into the airline mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, are are the, the senior VIPs, the president, the CEO, any of these officers of these banks that sold all their stock off before it collapsed going to face any criminal charges? They should. Uh, absolutely they should. Now, will they? Probably not, uh, because far too often we have the, these types of situations happen, and it's not like the SEC doesn't know what's going on because these men and women have to report what they do when they're buying and selling these shares. So it's a matter of record. It's right there for anyone to see. Of course, it's been reported on repeatedly. Uh, but the idea that you could do this when it's just it's just another example of how far too often uh, these these individuals you know can escape scot free, so to speak. Right. I, I wish it would happen. Look, I wanted Boeing officials to go to jail for the cover-up that they had that led to the death of 346 people with those two Boeing 737 MAX crashes, and it didn't. We had a couple of people lose their jobs. We saw this and that, a little teeny-weeny fine. Uh, there was real no substantial ramifications as far as consequences for those actions, and it's unfortunate, and sadly it's become the norm. People get away with so many things, and it causes so many people just to just shrug their shoulders and say, well, you know, why should I care? Because it really doesn't matter in the end, and that's really a sad position uh, that I hate seeing happen time and time again. On to the airline stuff. Uh, this is one of the notes you had written about, which is, to me, hilarious. But I had heard that they actually tried to confiscate phones. But the Lufthansa flight drop, the, tur- the turbulence thing, where we all saw the videos of that and the pictures, well, Lufthansa didn't want that information getting out. They didn't want us talking about it. So they tried to tell passengers, not no pictures, But I had heard also they tried to grab some phones. Is that true? Well, that's what some passengers are saying, but these passengers are also saying the the plane plummeted 4,000 feet. And normally in turbulence, we don't always have that. It feels like it. Believe me, it feels like it. But normally it's far less than that. But, yeah, I don't think the Lufthansa flight, it was from Austin to Frankfurt, had even – I think the dishes were still falling off the uh, (laughs) the tables when the flight attendant made the announcement saying, you know, no pictures, no video. We're trying to protect the privacy of our, you know, of of our passengers. No, you're not. Sure. Yeah. So that's uh, we all know what they were trying to do. And, of course, like any kid to their parent being told what to do, they're not going to do it. And those pictures went viral before, you know, half the mess was cleaned up. How many oh, how many people heard that? And they said, oh, that's a good idea. i got to yeah. get out my phone. And I, then, and I then, thought about that. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they got Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> wife on the plane. Could you have had right. more? <laughs> Come on. That was bad luck. <laughs> like, Isn't it something, though, with all the advancements in technology that we have, that we still can't predict turbulence? So yeah. that's why I always say, and it, it's strange because people that won't go around the corner to give, grab a gallon of milk, won't leave their driveway unless that seatbelt is fastened for them and everybody in the car. But they're on an airplane going 540 miles an hour, 38,000 feet, yeah. and it's okay not to have your seatbelt on. It just doesn't make sense. And uh, these types of things are a reminder, please, to have those seatbelts fastened about you, even loosely. But look, I feel for the flight attendants. Those men and women are up 80% of the time, and they're the ones that bear the brunt of so much of this because they go flying all over the place uh, when, when turbulence that's this severe hits an aircraft. Wow. And this is a reason why I always wonder about the pilot unions. Is this true? 
Americans' pilots <laughs> responded to their CEO's promise of matching what Delta just gave their pilots by setting a strike date? That's it. Now, this is last week. The CEO of American Airlines <laughs> said, look, Delta pilots just got a nice pay raise. We would like to do the same thing and, and, and basically match what Delta did uh, for our pilots. Now, th- there's a very combative relationship between American airline pilots and management. So when I hear the CEO saying, look, we want to, in essence, give you a 21% immediate raise. We want at the end of year four or beginning year four, the narrow-bodied aircraft pilots, those are the ones that have the single aisle, when you're at the top tier of that, the top of that prorated, we want you making 475000 a year. Those of you that are uh, flying a wide-bodied aircraft, top-rated, uh, we'd like you making $590,000 a year. Yeah. So, yes, wow. when the, the union comes out and says, thank you, but we're going to authorize, you know, we're going to set a, a strike date vote, uh, it's kind of like, huh? And if I'm the CEO of American Airlines, you know what I do? I say, you know what, after further thought, I think this offer is a little too good. We're, we're going to give you another <laughs> offer a little bit later. There's no way I would let that offer sit on the table with that kind of slap in the face. Now, I wow. know that there's other things that pilots are looking at because it's just not a matter of money. It's a matter of schedules. It's a matter of making sure that we have uh, hotel accommodations because there's been times that these men and women, the flight attendants and the pilots, have reached a destination and not had a, a, a hotel confirmed for them. They've been sleeping at the air, airports. We have flight attendants have been sleeping in the floor before their flight out the next morning. That kind of stuff's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's one of the things that the pilot union is saying, look, the money is fine, but we've got to address these other things. But the message that this sends out, just the headline uh, no, from a PR standpoint, stupid in my in my opinion, uh, because this is you know when you're trying to to, to come to terms on things, I, I, to have a shot across the bow like that, I, I it may end up being a good idea. I just didn't think it was. Yeah, and, and you turn the American wow. public against you too because it just seems so ungrateful when so many people are hurting. Right. Well, you, you're, everybody's fighting inflation. Your your paycheck's worth you know. 87% of what it was a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, you know, you have people that are losing their jobs, people getting laid off, taking reductions in pay, and you have pilots that are saying to a 21% pay increase, yeah, maybe, you know, and it, it just, it, plus, you know, you've got a pilot making nearly $600,000 a year. They're not going to gather a great deal of sympathy from uh, the, the working uh, mom and pop on the front line of, of, of some some company saying, you know, we won't make that combined in 10 years working together. So th- those types of things are just the wrong message. And sadly, right now in the airline industry, that's the case. The interesting one is America is Alaska Airlines. They were one of the first pilot unions to ink a deal. In their agreement, and this was insisted on by the company, if any other airline came out with a, a better contract, Alaska Airlines was going to adjust theirs to compensate. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I was very impressed with that. So, Jeez. Yep. Yeah, wish the radio they, was they, like they, that. They didn't hammer out the contracts pretty quick. <laughs> Look, you know, Southwest and their pilots used to be real good at uh, you know banging out the deals pretty quick, uh, but it's been anything but of late. And you know, I really thought with the Delta deal looking good, maybe American Airlines looking good, that it would help Southwest Airlines because I believe May first they they take their strike vote. But please don't panic anyone. It would be way after that before anything would happen. But the bottom line is that right now with Southwest Airlines, they've got so many things going wrong. I think the last thing you would want is a bunch of disgruntled pilots, but right now it hasn't really been a priority, sadly, for Southwest Airlines to get that deal inked, and they really should work on it and get it done fast. I got the solution. Wow. You know what? The, you know what the airline industry needs? They need just like the NFL a free agency period. Pilots can 
File Switch. for free agency. <laughs> go for the best possible deal at 12 p.m. today, the tampering period, and everything will be set with an agent. Well, you know, I have to I have to admit, when you started that sentence, my brain turned off for a minute. When you said what they need is, I thought you were going to say Jim. You're not kidding. That's, sadly, that's where my brain went when you paused there for that millisecond. I thought that's where you were going. And I was going to agree because, you know, I'm not, I, I would I completely agree with that. All right, Why we are got, you all afraid of me? That's what I, I want to know. All right, we got to straighten out and try to figure out what uh, Biden <laughs> it, said about it, the it, banking. It's great respect we have for you, young lady. Great respect. We're going to try to figure out what Biden said about the banking industry coming up next. So we're going to uh, we're going to cut you loose here. But thanks so much, uh, airline industry stuff. You can find right there, 850WFTL.com and uh, daytradefund.com as well. Jay, thanks so much. Thank you. Always good talking to you. Have a good day. All you right, too. we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, what did Biden say? We'll find out. And I guess there was. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is getting a lot of heat for something he did last night. Really? It took a while for people to think about it, I guess. Wow. But, you know, how much did he say? He only talked for like two and a half minutes. Some credits called some critics called him a national disgrace. Jimmy Kimmel? There was a bit with the bear and that yeah. Taliban survivor, that girl. Oh, really? It is saying he harassed her. Wow. I don't know. We'll get to the bottom of that, too. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed. Didn't speak long. What was it, like three minutes? If that. Apparently he said multiple times, we were talking to Jay Ratliff at the time, it's not a bailout. It's not a bailout. Which means it's a bailout. But yeah, they said they're going to, anybody who invested in this bank, even small businesses, are going to get their money back. So then what is that called? It's bailout. not a bailout. Well, they're bending their, it's an adjustment. Oh. So they're bending the rules. So normally they're only insured up to 250000 bucks each. Well, they're going to get their money back. They're, they're, this is an exception, apparently. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Is this both banks, the Silicon Valley one and the other one? In, I don't know. I think he's just talking about... The other one in New York? Yeah. The adjustment is just with uh, SVB, but uh, I don't know about the other one yet. Maybe that one was going to go anyway. This, this Silicon Valley bank was a mess. They were, they were a joke, and nobody knew. But you know what? Jay made a, a very rat lift, even though he, you know, he does day trading, so he knows about the financial world. He said you have to, whenever you're buying all these stocks, you got to, you know, file it with the SEC, so they know. So you can't tell me these people didn't know this was coming. Well, that's true too, right? You know, hello. I, I don't get it. And, I, I and still how? say he didn't really answer it. I still say it goes back to individuals now looking at not only like what percentage you're putting your money in or what uh, savings account you're putting it in. Beyond that, what are they doing with your money? And what ESG stocks are they putting in? And the and the carbon neutral stocks, which right. always underperform, they're sinking your money. And are they doing it on purpose, knowing they're going to get you know a little golden pair? All these CEOs of these banks and all these officers of these banks. And specifically, the Silicon Valley one, how many of them, six or seven of them, took golden parachutes, sold all their stuff off, got millions of dollars before the bank went under? It's a scam. So, I mean, is it a scam for, for all these banking industry people? That's terrible. I mean, what's, you know, he's, and, and when you talk for three minutes, refuse to take questions, how reassuring are you that this system is, is in good hands? Silicon Valley Bank, this came out this morning because it's it's a complicated thing. So as you look into the finances and operations of this place, they had a $1.8 billion loss without a chief risk officer for almost Great. nine months. They just didn't fill the position. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And the uh, Jay Ursapa, 
she was the head of risk management as getting all kinds of complaints. Pro-diversity agenda actual res- over actual responsibilities. Chief revenue officer, she organized a variety of LGBTQ plus initiatives in a month-long pride campaign while this thing was sinking. Okay. This Somebody needs to watch bad. these folks. <laughs> yeah, somebody. And if when they do do bad things. Or the regulators. Hold them, yeah, hold them accountable. No, Biden is three-minute speech. Oh, yeah, they're going to be held accountable. We'll see. Well, it's not a bailout. Yeah, it's not a bailout. Are they going to be held accountable? I don't believe a word he says. I'm damn just shocked he didn't blame Trump. I know. That well, was, you win that, the dollar. Was, I'm wrong. I was, I, I, no, I was with you there. I figured for sure he blames Trump for everything else. Man. Figured that was the case here. Jeez. Well, Oscars, we didn't get any ratings in you for the Oscars. I think we both think they're going to be up a little. You think they're going to be up way a lot. Yeah, and, I do. Uh, the monologue was okay. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. Roundabout, generic, milk toast kind of way, talking about the slap. That's right. fine. That's all right. Well, it wasn't bad. It was cute. Yeah, you know, he said he had his goons set up around, and they were like Steven Spielberg and you know <laughs> Hugh Grant and all these actors standing out in the you know crowd. Took until today, till this morning, you know, however many hours after this thing aired, for Jimmy Kimmel to face. I get, it, there is a real backlash growing now. For what? It's a little oversensitive. Some of the comments from one of the L.A. Variety critics was, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, geez, A national okay. disgrace. What? There was a, a bit in there, and I only saw it in passing, where he went into the crowd with the bear. Oh, the I didn't cocaine see- bear stunt. Oh, the thing. I saw Elizabeth Banks was on stage with it. It almost tripped her. Yeah. I think it was very large. But it went out into the crowd? They're saying that- oh, uh, <laughs> Happened to land on, you know, he needs somebody to talk to. Happens to go up into the audience and to the crowd, and he is being accused of harassing that Taliban shooting survivor, Malala Yousafzai, I believe her name is. Oh, yeah, okay. And he was saying, Do you think Harry Styles spat on Chris Pine? And she goes, I only talk about peace. Oh, well, <laughs> he probably had no idea who she was. Right. Well, and he knew who she was. But, but I, mean, I mean, you know, I only talk about peace. <laughs> uh, Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. She. Uh, Probably wouldn't qualify. She as has responded. Security. She's I'm, issued a response. Oh, jeez. Uh, treat people with kindness. <laughs> okay. A little oversensitive uh, come there. On. <laughs> you know, she, this poor woman went through hell. That bothered her. I, I guess. I <laughs> come on. <laughs> All the things that happened to her. If, and if she's worried about Jimmy Kimmel asking, did, did Chris Pine really spit on? Or did Harry Styles really spit on Chris Pine? Boy, in a year's time, you go from actually Chris Rock actually getting hit on stage to (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel's criticizer being a little too rough to the Taliban survivor. Please, come on. We've come a long way in a year, I guess. Yeah, that's a little too much there. (laughs) I thought he did a good job, other than that one comment that he made toward the end of the show. Oh, yeah. And and it didn't get received very well, even among that very left crowd. Yeah, it looked so. like they weren't really into it when he said this. Editors can turn 44,000 hours of violent insurrection footage into a respectful sightseeing tour of the Capitol. Mm. Yeah, some, you're right. Some of the faces were some like, oh, oh, Jimmy, you're doing so well. Don't know. Not now. Because yeah, it was late in the show. Yeah, he, he went through the whole thing. Right. You know, it's like, why ruin it now? Shut up. All right. Did a good job. Speaking of the January 6th thing, a little bit later on, after Rapid Fire, we got to find that thing that Diener was talking about, the January 6th oh. prison chorus. <laughs> has ta- it's, a, it's a recording of some of the January 6th political prisoners 
recording singing the national anthem, I think, or, or something like that. And they topped iTunes. They knocked like off that. Miley Cyrus. They beat Flowers. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And the president makes an appearance. All right, we got Jeez. that, and we got rapid fire coming up just past the bottom of the hour. Keep it here next, the South Florida Morning Show. Stay. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time. So much happening in the news. Jen's got the first one. What's going on? Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci should be locked up, especially after his uh, little TV appearances over the weekend, uh, appearing on CNN. Okay. We know he's under the microscope for stuff that he lied to Congress about, allegedly. Yeah. He goes to see Jim Acosta on Saturday. This is what he said. A la- this is a quote. A lab leak. We're talking about coronavirus. Okay. Could be that someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses in bats. So first you get a person looking for a virus in a bat, gets infected, then goes to the lab to get tested and to be studied in the lab and then comes out of the lab and spreads it. There's the spin. That is what you call natural occurrence. So everything is going to be natural. Wasn't science's fault. Wasn't his fault. No. Nope. Goes off into retirement happily. See, and that's how they can just come up with, yeah, yeah, well, you know, that's that's a lab leak, but it was still natural occurrence, and they can say that and cover his tracks when it comes to the gain-of-function research that he yeah. was helping to, you know, get Fund. done. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the spin. That's what I'm saying. It's like, he, that's it. if, if it's natural, all of that stuff is washed away. All of it. Every single little bit of it. <laughs> just but how evil, many man. people go out looking for different types of viruses and bats? Oh, it's a terrible excuse, but <laughs> hey, that's what they can come up with because they're dead And then to they rights. go to that particular lab to be tested. No, he's he's desperate. He knows he lied to Congress. Jeez. He knows what he's he done. He needs to be locked up. But he won't stop talking. You also notice that he's more desperate now and he's defensive. For the first time, I think in the three years mm-hmm. we've been hearing him so much, he's defensive. He's on the he's on the ropes. So you may be right because Bill seems to think that it's his ego that's going to get him in trouble because he can't not, shut up. He's not going to stop doing interviews. He's going to say something that's really going to put him at risk again. And they got to bring up. Rand Paul's not going to give up on this. He's going to bring him before that Senate subcommittee again and say, right here is what you said. Here's your testimony. And they'll play the videotape of him. I hope Lying. so. Liar, liar, liar. Panther Good. fire. Get him out of here. All right. President Biden heard him a few minutes ago. He's reassuring the nation banking system safe after the failure uh, of couple of different banks. He didn't speak for long. It was like three minutes. But in remarks, he said customers who had accounts with California's Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank in New York will have access to their money starting today. So you're right, Jen. It was including... Uh, what is that Signature Bank as Signature. Well. That mm. means also they're bending the rules a little bit. It's not a bailout. Not a bailout. But it's an adjustment. They're oh. going to... Beyond the 250000 bucks per account that's insured, the, normally... They're going to insure for a little bit more so that there's not a run on banks. Well, I made a bad adjustment on my bank account and overdrew by like 600 bucks. Is that an adjustment that they'll give me money for? No. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, by the way, is the the loss of Silicon Valley Bank a loss for climate change? 1,500 climate and energy tech companies relied on that bank. Wow. <laughs> they'll go somewhere else, obviously. Wow. More than 60% of community solar financing nationwide was involved with that particular bank. Really? Yep. Whoa. It was a tech and startup and ESG bank. This is why they're bailing them out then. Maybe. It's who the companies are. That it's also why they failed. The yeah. Yeah, right. So I think that's that's the bigger picture right there, too. Well, let me ask you guys. Would you like 
a feel good Wild Kingdom story yes. or a yes. floor dope story? Which one first? Because I have both. Feel good because it's Monday. Okay, we let's need, do it. Yeah, we need a feel good story. All right, then I'll, when we come back around the horn, I'll end with our floor dope. All right. <laughs> so there's a little elephant in South Africa. A Named little snuggles. elephant. <laughs> Named right. Snuggles, yes. <laughs> well, not Snuggles. His name is uh, Butomi. Bless you. Maybe it's, you know, Snuggles in different language in South Africa, possibly. But his name is Butomi, and he was spotted by... You know, the guys who go out and they kind of search through the national refuges and things like that. But he's got three legs. And they noticed, well, they figured, gosh, you know, that's that's probably a death nail for this little elephant. Because he's not, he's like an it adolescent it elephant. It wasn't the one that was attacked by that crocodile last no, week. No, no, different okay. elephant. They don't know how he lost his leg. He you know, thought maybe it could have been from like a poacher trap or it could have been from a oh. natural occurrence. They don't know. But they figured, oh, man, we got to keep an eye on this little guy because he's, he's trying to keep Poor up thing. with the herd. But it turns out he's doing just fine. They've been tracking him and watching him, and he keeps up with the rest of the elephant herd, oh. and they wait for him and everything. A little three-legged Butomi getting it done in South Africa. For now. Wow. <laughs> when we- yeah, wait till the crocodile grabs yeah. the other leg. No. You don't have to be the fastest in the herd, just not the slowest. <laughs> little little three-legger coming up the rear. Oh, God. Despite little Butomi's injury, <laughs> she was surrounded by other elephants who came to greet her. And they displayed a beautiful sense of community and care, according to uh, the refuge watchers. They usually there. do. The females right, that's will nice. protect I, the babies. I used to love elephants. They're, yeah. they're, pretty, they're pretty cool. Dope. One of those small films or independent films or documentaries was a winner last night at the Oscars. Something about elephants. Oh, I don't know cool. what it was about. Oh, wait, cool. Something it's, out of India. That's God, you watched a lot of it. Well, I kept coming at... No, that was kind of... They did that stuff early on. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they did. That's All cool, right. though. They said they showed a lot of empathy and compassion, the elephants. They're smart as hell. Yeah, they are. I heard something once. It was one of those documentaries. Elephants see us as like pets. I like it. Really? They see us as, as if we'd see dogs. <laughs> they get that port. <laughs> you ever see that Port Mayaka elephant experience? No. You can go and wash them and play with them no, and feed them. No, they can oh, wash themselves. That's I not my job. I would love to do that. <laughs> no. I would love to. Okay. I'll ride mind. an elephant. I'm responsible cool. for washing myself and the cars. That's it. I can okay. barely wash myself. <laughs> you can't do the cars. Uh, May 22nd and 23rd, we need to take a road trip on one of those days and go to London. Really? Okay, why? A guitar legend by the name of Eric Clapton. I know him. Oh, is yeah. putting together a pair of tribute shows in honor of another great guitar legend. King it's Charles III. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Beck. Oh, very it's cool. It's a great list. I was hoping it was going to be over here. Yeah, two Not. shows, the May 22nd and 23rd, Royal Albert Hall in London. Among the artists confirmed so far, Rod Stewart, ZZ Top frontman Billy Gibbons, Johnny Depp, who played with yeah. Beck's on the final tour and on his final, final album. That's so pretty tell cool. You, Plus Eric Clapton. This this lineup here sounds better than what they have going for King Charles's coronation, which <laughs> happens two weeks before that. Everybody keeps saying no. <laughs> but they're all coming for Jeff Beck. Will you play the coronation? No, I'm sorry. Jeff died. We no, have to go to the thing. Yeah, a portion mad. of the proceeds go to the Folly Wildlife Rescue in Kent, England. I don't oh, know what they rescue. Okay. but he, Jeff Beck, I guess, was a big nature guy. Oh, was he? I guess. Wow. I don't know. Cool. So anyway, if you got nothing better to do and you can afford it, go to... London's uh, Royal like Albert Hall on May 22nd. I'm sure it's going to be on DVD and streaming. Don't worry. I bet you. We'll have to pay for it, though, probably. Huh? Uh, wait. We'll wait them out. Okay. We'll smoke them out. <laughs> Flights are going to be tough this week. Nor'easter barreling down on parts of New York, New Jersey, no. Connecticut. Potential oh. for high winds and heavy snow, about 6 to 10 inches in some areas, especially upstate New York. It's going to be rough. Oh, dear. A um, um, March, a late, a St. Patty's Day snowstorm. I'm That's about. crazy. You don't see that very often, do you? No. Green snow. It does snow. happen, though. It does. 
You get the green, green snow. <laughs> don't eat the yellow I snow. Say, oh, no, yeah, I don't, don't know do if that. you want green snow either. <laughs> well, as long as it's food coloring, then you're okay. <laughs> well, that's, that, gosh, that's rough, man. I mean, that's got to be frustrating. Obviously, I've never experienced anything like that when it comes to snow in general. But, you know, here you're coming up to spring. It's St. Patrick's Day. You want to celebrate. you got the NCAA tournament coming on. I Baseball's get, coming. I and you have to deal with the Nor'easter. Those drunk Irish people don't give a crap. I mean, no. come on, They'll though. be out there drinking more. That's okay. <laughs> Bunch of sullies snuck yeah. in a snowbank. Yeah, it does. makes no difference to them. They'll Gosh. still meet you at the pub at four. This doesn't sound fun at all. Well, my floor dope here. How many times have we heard this sentence before here in South Florida? Walk, naked man walking down the, uh, the street in Palm Beach. Palm Beach. <laughs> That's right. West oh, Palm this Beach. was a Worth yeah. Avenue guy, wasn't it? Was, yes. Worth I'm Avenue. Sorry, Over the news partner had this. That's right. So this Some naked guy was walking down Worth Avenue? That's correct. Oh, my gosh. I, I guess they, they said it started 44-year-old Jason Smith. Oh. <gasps> no. On charges of indecent exposure and disorderly conduct because an employee of the store Taboo. Is that a store or a restaurant? Taboo is a restaurant. Restaurant. They called the police on Wednesday, actually. So this goes back a little bit, but it wasn't reported until the weekend. They said they saw wow. a naked man just walking past the restaurant on Worth Avenue. Wow. In the view of a bunch of customers. Everyone's like, what the heck is going on here? So the police wow. arrived. They got him. They started asking him, what's your name? What's your date of birth? Where do you live? Doesn't give him any answers. Says he doesn't have a social security card. No identification. Why? Because he lives on a different earth. What? <laughs> That was that was his answer. Well, in a way, his brain does. Yes, that's right. It's not lying. A different Earth. A different Earth. Later on, once they got him to the police station, he fessed up and said, "Oh yeah, I live in West Palm Beach." Which sometimes Let's I see, get. It. West he? Palm could be a I'll different mess world. I'm up I mean, with this guy. Oh, you doing mushrooms? Oh you my gosh, his his uh, mugshot is. He's looking rough. Well, He's it is priceless. a different world from West Palm to Palm Beach. So. That's true. That's so true. So maybe that's what he meant by a different earth. Hey, they don't let us go over the bridge. How'd this guy get I over? You got to be naked and walking. <laughs> I guess so. We're in cars, clothes. Wow. <laughs> so naked uh, other earth man remains in a Palm Beach County jail. Palm Beach. West Palm is where the... I tell people that. Yo, you're in Palm Beach? No. West Palm is where the help lived. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, so For true. Palm Beach. For Palm Beach. That's the difference there. The bridge. Wow. <laughs> All right, we got some stuff to catch up on coming up next. How about some sports stuff? We got uh, the tournament starting up. Brackets are out. We just got ours here in the studio. That's right. God. Delivery was made. We got some we updates on that and a big NFL update. The man out of the cave says, My decision won't be long. Oh, oh we're going to find out soon. Does Aaron Rodgers say today where he's going? Oh, Go he's home. He's going to Jen's house, is where he's going. <laughs> no, he's not. He comes I to my house so. and I'm going to drown him. Oh, God. That so we, annoying. That and what we know now about the banks. All next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. By the way, may I add the crystal clear streaming 850 app? A couple yes. of complaints about the broadcast signal today. They're working on that. They're tinkering. They're adjusting. A lot of times, you know, as dumb as this sounds, it's because of atmospheric inter- interruption, like fog and smoke. Really? Yes. Well, that's it's been what, smoky out there. That's what they've always told us. <laughs> they could be lying to me, but... <laughs> it's atmospheric. Like, it's atmospheric. Okay. Hey, is our bonus in? Well, it's atmospheric interference. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad ratings. You know? Yeah. You uh... don't get a bailout, you mean? Yeah. Anyways, uh, also the 850 uh, mobile app also has everything... The- Side has, including the morning show blog. That very nice moment. Diener's right. I agree with him. I think it was a good decision to put that on there. The Oscars actually had a feel-good moment. A little short round there. 39 years after working with Harrison Ford in uh, the Temple of Doom, got to reunite with him on stage. That was pretty cool. That was pretty nice. Hey, do you think that's the reason hug. Harrison Ford was there? 
I think. I think. Or they, were they? Was he there to promote the next Indiana Jones film? A little bit of both, but I think they thought this everything, everywhere, everybody, whatever the hell it's called, was going to win. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice <laughs> to have Harrison Ford there? That'd be good planning. 39 years. Respect him if they do it. It worked out nicely, I thought. You guys can check it out. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I put a nice little compilation together mm. on uh, the Morning Show blog. Like, so you can check it out on the 850 app. Exactly. It's what cool. else you got up there? Ooh, good question. <laughs> we have, uh, <laughs> actually, I think we were just about to get to this, so it could be a nice segue. The January 6th Choir... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's that's quite a right. thing. That was the thing you found this earlier this morning oh, there, Gina. I had no idea this was happening, but it is. Uh, they're, they're January 6th prisoners. They gather around them. A phone? They called Mar-a-Lago Collect and uh, <laughs> well, somebody <laughs> had recorded to put it them together. Singing. Because Trump's on it. And they said he went, you know, or they brought all the sound equipment to Mar-a-Lago and he recorded it there, I mean, with the intent of this this song. So... Maybe, is it his people that are all behind this? I think they just, I think somebody else got the idea. Maybe it was DJ Khaled in Miami, I doubt it. <laughs> and they just kind of said, uh, you know, we're going to do this. And then the word got to the president, and Trump said, by the way, it's not taken from any of one of his speeches. He actually recorded it just for this. Yeah. They released it on iTunes. It went to number one. And it beat Miley Cyrus. So Her now, song Flowers yeah. has been there for like three weeks now. Wow. I mean, you can actually legitimately say that Trump has a number one hit on iTunes. That's incredible. Uh, he was bragging about it. I mean, he's got a little part <laughs> in it, obviously. It's, you know, the, these guys in prison are singing, but it's a, it's a Trump production. So. Nobody said it could be done. <laughs> and doesn't I brought, the money, I brought the heat with the chorus. Doesn't the money right. go to their defense fund or yeah. something? It does, yeah. Too yeah. old to the families, I guess, uh, of Good. the guys who are in prison. I'll say this. You know, for for just recorded off a prison phone, they they put a good like harmonic effort into it. They were just yeah. like not one guy in the back going. Ah, nah. No, they sound pretty good actually. Here's a little sample. Oh, dramatic. And then Trump comes in a little bit after that. Ready? Pause. Bring, I pledge allegiance there he is. to the flag of the United States of America. What an echo there. <laughs> wow. How much processing do they have to do to make those guys sound good? Well, you know, there's a little delay, too, in here. <laughs> <laughs> On a prison phone. <laughs> wow. Wow. Pretty, uh, pretty unique, though. I think it's pretty cool. Good for them. And, and obviously bringing more attention to their cause as well. Wow. You got a lot of people coming out of the woodwork now, including uh, one Elon Musk saying that. Oh, really? That QAnon shaman guy, Chansley. Yes. Elon says he should not be in jail. He shouldn't. Oh, unless you listen to Jimmy Kimmel, though, who said they took 44,000 hours and, you know, made it look like it was a private tour of the, White, uh, the Capitol building. Oh, yeah. Had to get his head to get his thing in there. Yeah, but Kevin McCarthy said uh, on that note uh, that he is going to make all 44,000 hours of the video available mm -hmm. to everybody. So you'll right. be able to look it up eventually. You're going to get into work today, or are you there already? And you're going to see a lot of these. We just had ours hand delivered into the studio. The brackets. The brackets Maybe. are out for March Madness. What are you winning, ours? Absolutely nothing. Do we get, like, free lunch or something? No. Nothing? I think okay. you get a hoagie. Is that it? <laughs> you get a free 850 app download, which is free anyway. That's for right. the first time ever, we're having, like, a, a March Madness party on Thursday. 
Oh, yeah. No productivity this week. And then, like you said, and, and they, St. Patrick, Patrick's Day is on Friday. And Love then it. they got beer and wine. I was like, and it yeah. goes all day. And I'm like, who's going to work on Thursday? Yeah, Great. after we're gone. This is how they organize this. I don't know what. Starts at 11. Thanks. Don't do us any favors. No, noon. Oh, noon? Even later. <laughs> Forget about us anyway. <laughs> but that's okay. Everybody else can have a good time. They good will. for them. That's yeah, always fun. When all do right. we fill it out? Well, we could do it uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. However you, God, you want to do start it. Now? You could do it now. Not like we're going to yeah, do any research. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. We Who's just go Grand Canyon? Oh. There's a Grand Canyon College? They're deep. Watch out. They're good? They can hit the three-point. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're also on a delay here. Um, yeah, my delay. Shut up over there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Wow. I didn't watch one college basketball game. I know nothing about the teams, and yet it's I'm perfect. still going to fill it out, and I'll probably do well because yep. when you do research, you don't do well. That's correct. No. Well, I go by names and color of the uniforms. And the only yeah. reason I don't want Alabama <laughs> to win is the guy that's like the star of the show gave that guy the gun that shot the girl with it. Yeah. That's, he's, he's a, if it were and me he's playing. and you, we'd be locked up. Mm-hmm. This guy's playing. Is anybody, I don't get it. Is anybody picking Howard over Kansas? I gonna can, take... I'm going to have Kansas go all the way. Oh, okay. I told you, their coach had heart problems. He showed up the next day. I like this guy. Put a couple of stents in, bada boom, bada bing, I can still coach. Yeah. What's the saying? Rock, chalk, hospital cot. What is it? <laughs> Kansas fans get very upset at you, Bill. I'm trying to see some of the crazy upsets, upsets that can happen. Northern Kentucky against Houston. Oh, who knows? Go for it. All right. Who's and did, that? Did anybody have any money on this? Oh. Soon, says the Mountain Man. Oh, I'm soon. so sick of this stupid yes. groundhog. Will you pick a team? That the, draft is coming soon, too. The wait for is a decision really? by Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers or former Packers quarterback yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And what he's going to do is coming to an end. Oh. Told reporters over the weekend his decision won't be long. Oh, come on. He said he was going to go into that stupid hole for four days or three days. And when he came out, he'd have his decision because he'd, he'd have a clearer thought process. This is annoying. This has been going on for three weeks. I am so sick of this guy. I'm with you, Jen. This is annoying. It is. He's it's like, annoying. Well, why is he drawing this out? What's the big deal here? Are they going to play or you're not going to play? It's not like you have a family or a wife to consider. Yeah, it's not like you're Tom Brady, for God's sakes. New York reporters say that the Jets have worked out the terms of a deal. To get uh-huh. him. It's just a matter of Roger saying yes or no, or he's going to be going to outer space. Okay, so D- he's going to outer space. <laughs> Dieter, if you're a Jets fan, okay, I know you're not, oh, but it, it, let's, let's, and you find out that Aaron Rodgers is coming to your team. Are you excited? If I'm a Jets fan? Yeah, because I know that I got a chance for at least, at least a year, maybe two, to, you know, actually do something well. Because they do, in all fairness, the Jets do have a really good defense. So it's a team. Would, it's a solid yeah. team. They got yeah, a shot, but, but do no they one? have an offense that he can throw to? Yeah. Everybody seems to think when they wish for these free agents, there's going to be some kind of a. Oh, just sign, sign, sign. It's what these are the same people saying, I can't believe how much ticket prices are. <laughs> and it's like, the, you know, there's a salary cap. You think he's going to take a discount from the no. New York Jets? Yeah, no. they got to get rid he's of somebody, right? He's going to want $40 million. Ouch. Wow. Yeah. It's I lot. just want 40 minutes of sleep at this point <laughs> in my life. Yeah, me right. too, since you stole my hour over the weekend. I did yeah. not steal the hour, and it's going to stay this way. I have faith. Anyway, we're, we got we to gotta go? Yeah, get us out. We got to go. go. Okay, we got to go. Got to go fill out these brackets. It's going to take me a while. Have a great day. Thanks for being here, and we'll try to get the sound unfuzzy by tomorrow. We promise. We'll see you at 6. Thanks for listening.